you don't you don't bust until I tell you. Oh God. <laughs> <clears throat> Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I'm your host, Wade Mariano, and I'm joined as always by Trace Finicaro and Snapperteen Snake a lot. That was really bad. That is a one gunner Kennedy. That was really bad. <laughs> well, folks. Big uh big uh movie weekend for pretty much the nation. Uh Avengers Endgame uh dropped this while well, Thursday it looked like most theaters were were kind of Spo- showing it. Spoilers, Thanos killed half of everyone. That was in the last one. That was Infinity War. Are you sure? Why, why would you why would you do that? Are you sure? <laughs> I mean like I, Well at this point if you didn't know I mean at this point it's pretty much impossible to not to not know that that happened because what was that when infinity war was last year or the yeah, year before oh, i think maybe the year before uh maybe a year and a half ago i just think it's funny that thanos like memed himself after all of that oh i well dude there were some really good memes before uh endgame came out which just p.s there will be no like no spoilers on this it was, um, it was last year it was last year it came out. Okay. No spoilers, no major spoilers, maybe tiny spoilers here and there, but no like no major spoilers. Um, no spoiler alert. Yeah, we don't need a spoiler alert because we will not spoil. Um, if we do, we'll That milk's gone bad. Yeah, we'll uh we'll like cut spoil- back and and and, and you, know, you know spoiled we'll- milk can't get you sick. What's that? You know spoiled milk can't get you sick. Spoiled milk cannot get you sick? No. Really? Are you sure yeah. about that? Yeah, I mean, anything could get you sick, but um, the bacteria—that's why they they pasteurize it. The bacteria that grows in it when it's spoiled actually won't get you sick. It tastes bad, and it makes you like want to puke just smelling it. But it's actually designed to not get you sick. Like, so you won't piss out your ass, right? Oh, yeah, you might still piss out your ass, but that yeah, that's like I, I kind of. Really? Yeah, I mean, because those the bacteria that end up growing, they 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 just won't get you sick. Huh? They won't. I mean, and if you think about like how many babies have like milk inside their bottle and it ends up chunking up and spoiling just throughout the course of the day because it's just sitting around and the parents don't get a chance to clean it out or throw it away. Um. Yeah, it won't get you sick. Spoiled milk will not get you sick, and that's the whole point. The the bacteria that end up growing are not um, harmful for your digestive tract. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, people won't buy your pro- buy your product though if it's spoiled. They don't want to buy spoiled milk. They don't want to drink spoiled milk. Do you think that there's people out there that that just have a craving for the spoiled milk smell? There's probably some weird pika people, people that like suffer from pika that are like just really like spoiled milk. What I mean, pika? if you think are those about the it, people that eat sand and stuff, people that just have strange eating uh, habits. I think it's called pika or pika. I'm not exactly sure what how. Pika? Like they eat like wine glasses and stuff, <clears throat> dirt or hair or toilet paper. Um. It gets pretty weird, but if you think about it, and it maybe it wouldn't be the strangest. Like sour cream, is kind of yeah. smells a little spoily, like spoiled milk. And I love sour cream, it's, so it seems like spoiled milk and yogurt are just like a couple of smells away from being the same product. Well, I mean, in a culture um, setting, like so, you have your your dairy, like your liquid, you know, your liquid dairy, so your milk essentially. But like culture plants, they're all about like bacteria. Certain bacteria is the good bacteria. Um, they need it. They need to essentially to, I guess you could say, spoil. But they need it to. You, you need it to. To grow the, the the good bacteria to grow and for that to spoil the right way, I guess. Well, you know, but it's also it's also like maybe a matter of semantics because 
you can have all the symptoms of being sick, like nausea and everything else, but it's like you're not like to trace his to trace his point. It's not like where you get food poisoning and you have an intestinal infection and your body's like trying to freaking fight that, you know, like you, you, you're shedding because you're fighting it off. It's because the the fats and the, the milk have changed to a point where it's caught, you know, like it, it, you're, it's like, it's actually to, to, to risk crudeness. It's like when you go to McDonald's and you eat like a burger and like all of a sudden you're shitting your brains out like three hours later. Taco Bell. Taco the Taco, the Taco Bell shits. Because yeah. it's just, it's, there's fats in it that your body just can't normally digest. Hey, come on. Taco Bell is 60% meat. Taco, Taco Bell is 60% something that was meat. <laughs> it you, was, have you re- seen? Reconstituted. Do you remember when that hit the news and you go to their website and it like tried, it tried like defending it? They're like, well, yeah, yeah, the other 40% are special ingredients. <clears throat> and people are like, but how? How yeah. are you selling? Crumbles. Yeah. How are you Could selling be. meat? We're only... 60% of it is actually meat. What is it? Is it like sawdust? No, it's... Is um, it the pika stuff? Like they throw some toilet paper have, and... Is it like organic food? Have you, ever, have you ever actually browsed the grocery aisle at the dollar store? The beef crumbles that they sell. <laughs> is <laughs> Which it, is like... Is this organic filler? Is it just like... Well, it's 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 parts of an animal. It's parts of a cow. Oh, like back, the bone and cartilage just ground the fuck up? Back when I used to eat meat, there was those really cheap burgers that would set your grill on fire. Oh yes, they didn't taste the one that anything. Ran out like of gas, but we kept grilling based on the tallow that was coming off the grill. Yeah, yeah, it was like a diesel vehicle. It just was burning off of its own flame. Just the heat enough would just ignite a burger. Yeah, I, actually, I think those burgers are. I think you can actually sell those as a replacement for diesel fuel. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking actually more like like ironically, it's a sterno tray. You just stick one burger underneath the tray, the steam tray itself, and hold a torch to it long enough so it self lights, and then it's like, yup, we're good for a couple. You imagine, hours. You imagine napalming some motherfuckers with those, just dropping beef pad those those quasi beef patties. they're like discs. They'd be great. They'd be they'd launch really well. Now I want to be like a vigilante and like just do that as like my my weapon. You know, just like fling burning hamburgers on people. What like that's you, like that's like in that shitty uh Batman versus Superman movie where like Batman brands the guys you just have a flaming burger patty that you burn the, the fucking criminal well, with. Oh, the, the real trick would be getting like molten cheese stuck on the top of it so that it just kind of like it, it like it, it makes this pocket of flaming beef tallow trapped against someone's I'm thinking you put like a you 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 talk to the manufacturer to get a firecracker mm-hmm. put in the center. So while it's while it's flaming through the air, just before it hits them, the burger explodes and little pieces of half cooked meat that are burning are stuck to your skin. It you could be slow, like you want a slow burn for justice. Well, it could slow, be yeah. Slow, it's yeah. like Russian roulette. It's oh. like I've attached this flaming burger to your body. There's an M80 in the center. It's going to explode at some point. <laughs> no, person, no, I need the information now. The person My, that has burger on their face, they're they're really upset because of their skin's burning, but they're even more upset that there's no blood running down from the meat. They're like, what, the what type of burger that? did you we, use? We, well, I think we need to come up with a group, and someone has to be named Slow Broil. Slow Broil? Slow Broil. Well, you, can, you may have the mantle. <laughs> Char-grill. Char, char, char you got to grow broil. a gray beard before you become Slow Broil. Oh, I can't. I can't Actually, you know what? I heard, I heard that the, that the gyrocopters are, can also run. On the flaming burgers. I guarantee you. Yeah, the, the, the diesel, diesel power, yeah, well, you know, biofuel. 
You imagine getting to the sued. Un- uninitiated. They may not. They may find it impossible. But <laughs> you imagine getting sued by You imagine getting sued by Morningstar, Boca, or Garden Burger. They're like, <clears throat> like the rumors Please start hitting. Do not do not like, use our product. They're like the only way these could be this flammable is if they're if they're you know veggie burgers. You know, and then all of a sudden we're defending we're defending our product. I bet you Elon Musk. I mean, if he can sell a flamethrower, then he could totally back us for exploding fire burgers. I mean, I don't know. I think, I think after the flamethrower event, I don't know if Elon, Elon is all about <clears throat> taking risks like that just because he wants to. But well, do you if think there's anyone York, that can do it? Do you think New York State would have a seven burger maximum capacity? Oh, like, would that be? Would that? Uh, well, you'd have to like the. You'd have to like go around and get up all the old grills, or yeah. you know. I mean, would uh, that the packaging's not? It, the packaging <laughs> it would take quite tabs. a bit of reform. Would the, yeah. But do you think that the New York Safe Act would apply to the burgers? Hmm. Would well, they be considered bullets? I think you may have to new the, the the the. I think you may have to come up with a new law. Like, where's the beef act? Because obviously, uh, yes, yeah, obviously, a flaming burger. Has like to your be burger has to be at mandate. least like. Thirty percent beef in order to sell it. In, in, yes, because in New York. The, it, yeah, actually, ironically, not for nutritional fact, but because beef, natural beef is a flame retardant. Yeah. Who knew? Peter would Who be knew? so pissed. Well, they'd People be pissed, pissed until they get a flaming burger flung at them. And it like lands on their freaking unmentionables, like one on the face, one on the one on the mommy daddy spot. It's. <laughs> You know those Beyond Burgers, those vegan Beyond Burgers actually do bleed. Well, how ironic would it be? I don't understand like that. If Beyond Burgers put more blood on people's face than the I, cheap, I actually just think it's weird emulate like going whole hog into the carnal experience. That's what with, I mean with vegetable with vegetable putty, but, like like the Beyond Burger. I don't really, uh, I don't. <clears throat> what I don't understand is who is it? F- I guess if it's for meat eaters. To try and convert, I don't necessarily think that like the most meat eaters are like, yeah, I want to see the blood or whatever. Like, I think they just want something that tastes like meat, which I, I don't know if it does or if it doesn't. I'm not, <clears throat> I've never had one. Um, but like, I, it's just odd to me because I like what Gunner, you, you said, it's like you're trying to recreate this experience of like, an animal, am, like a dead I am, animal. I am stealing isn't, its life essence. But isn't the whole Your life force is isn't the whole mine. mimic mimic dead animals, but we don't kill dead animals thing just strange in general? Like tofu has a tofurkey, right? Yeah. And I say tofu has it. It's like some guy just invented tofurkey. Um, it clearly comes from the word turkey, which incorrectly comes from the nation of Turkey. So that kind of is a weird one. I guess you can't be too upset. Um, same thing with burger, right? That comes from Hamburg, Germany. Right. So I guess you can kind of, it's symbolic of of beef. It doesn't really mean anything. But uh, the blood is definitely there. And then you got something like uh, like the chicken. Like they'll chicken, call it like chick patties. Yeah, they'll just spell it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> or they won't like complete it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's interesting. Um, <clears throat> I just think it's... I think it's a mistake, um, and I think it's too late to change it. But it's kind of like you're too late to change it. I know. Sorry, I don't even know where that came from. I don't either. I'm sorry. <laughs> How does it affect I wanna, me? I, I wanna, I, 
Why does it affect I, I, me? I'm, I'm, it's, I'm reading iPad Wade's news. Cry, you guys can't see it, but Wade's actually crying right now. Yeah. Gunner just offended I was, him. I was reading about muscle books and iPads. My and stand is crying. Angry. And you're st- yeah, please don't bring your stand out. <laughs> what is your stand? It's a, that's, that is a JoJo's Bizarre mm. uh, Adventure reference. That, that's a deep anime reference well, right star, there. So only few words. Is, is it too difficult to explain? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Circa we don't have, we don't Circa have, Stardust Crusader or, or, or later. I've, all, I've only seen clips, so it's... Uh, it's so, fucking well, no actually no actually no, it's, it's, it, this, no. Is, this is this is this is yeah <laughs> i'm sorry so i'm so sorry um the 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 thing you, the, the the most important thing the relevant thing is um it is the guy who writes jojo it has uh, to be on acid it, or dmt yes he has to be on acid or dmt uh you're he, saying he has to be like that's actually a requirement of i would assume judging from the shit that i've seen so it is it is it is a Hyper masculine action adventure series where everyone is posing like they are doing the Vogue or at a gay, at a gay oh, bar. Or it's absolutely like you know, like Duran. It's 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 just this weird mix because it's it's Duran Duran performing in the Road Warrior. So it's you know it's Japanese. And there's a lot of music fashion. reference in it too. Well, no, yeah, like every every so like moody blues and um, yeah. all, all the main characters and their powers are jokes based on American bands. So you have so like when vanilla. You said that it was your. Would you say it was your stand? My stand. So all these characters have what what's called a stand, uh-huh. which is well, a special power that manifests almost as a, as an astral projection that only other stand users can see. And these aren't fucking regular special powers. Like this mother, this one motherfucker can like unzip his body parts and shit without like him bleeding out. Like I could just a oh. zipper, I could unzip my oh. hand and throw it somewhere else. Does that help? Does that In help certain things? weird fucking scenarios, well, it, it, it does. Yeah, it's, it's super it's, I mean, weird. Like, for the it's most, cool, for the most part, there are not like <clears throat> world enders. Um, you have a. Uh, so the 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 main the main kind of archetype protagonist are Joseph Joestar, Jotaro Joestar, who has a guy called Star Platinum, who is more infamous for the ura 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 ura. You know, he just punches people really really fast. Right. Um, and that's a stand. That's well, his it, his stand is the. It's 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 kind of like a it's 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 effectively like a, a stand is a personification of like a, an aspect of their will. So it's like yeah. an abstract, you know, like like in 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 the original in the original when they first appeared, they're like kind of it's it's jokes based off a of tarot, but they also have like eighties band names. Like there's the the main protagonist is literally named Dio. Is it hard to watch the show? Um. Well, I mean, there's weird bits like the the pig toilet part that 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 I was didn't awkward. See that. The the pig looking the pig licking the old man's ass and goes. <laughs> lulu, 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 lulu. That, sounds, that was <laughs> that sounds like it's a pleasure to watch. Uh, you know, or uh, what's his face there? Kai Ken with the cherries, like. Lulu, 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 or like the lulu. fucking dopio, like looking for a phone and finds like a frog and starts talking into a fucking yes. frog, like. It's it's just uh, well, it reminds me it, it, a little bit funny. of Uncle Grandpa, but even worse. Well, no, because that actually that's a good that's a good thing because the 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 so it kind of follows this, it follows the story of this one family uh, the the Joe Stars. Is you know, Dio, like it, Dio's adopted? Right, Dio's adopted. Yeah, and like you know, again, it's just it's just different. It's different sons of the Joe Stars, and the one one there's like there's a series that has 
three appearances by the 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 old the the oldest scion of the family and he's senile in the first one that you see like he's senile in the second series anyway like you're talking about they're finding the phone like it's uncle Gra- it's like full-on uncle grandpa and it's kind of funny but it's not funny because oh. like he's actually like he he's like in the process of going mm. but he also has like super psychic doom weapon power yeah and i'm talking about the golden wind uh series okay yeah that's like the most bizarre stuff that I've seen. Oh, or, or was it? Is Which that, is like is a third it, rendition, or a third or fourth rendition. Is that is of, it the one where they're in the mob? What's that? So they they have they have the one with cat scratch. Uh, what's his face? Their killer queen. Yes. Which was the super like Metallica? Where, where they were no, but they <laughs> Metallica were, no. is a character in it. <laughs> well, no, because it's it's weird like, because they're like it, Metallica the band. Like it's character. referencing that, but yeah. like the character's name is Metallica. Uh huh. Or well, actually, his stand might be Metallica. I'm not exactly. What does Metallica do? He, like, so the closer you get to him, he takes the iron in your blood and turns it into, like, spikes and shit and, like, jams it through your body. Does it kill you or make you powerful? You would think it would fucking kill you, but, like, these fuckers survive a lot of shit. So it doesn't necessarily. Well, eventually it could kill you, yeah. But, um, no, well, and again, it's like, it's, it's also weird because there are, there are, um, they're different genre takes in every series. Yeah, like the uh, was it not start? Uh, it was like he had Stardust Crusaders. I'm trying to remember what the heck the series after it was. I'm not but sure. S- start Stardust Crusaders. So like um, the one where it had a uh, Joseph fighting Nazis and stuff like that, and the the Pillar Men. I mean that was a full on Indiana Jones spoof, and um, the Stardust Crusaders is like. The the revenge the like the the eighties revenge movie. Can you imagine? Can you imagine spending hours and weeks and months on animating something that doesn't necessarily have like a centralized point or plot? Like that's a lot of work. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Like if somebody has has the storyboards and, and the script written, it's one thing. But when somebody's script is clearly written on drugs. And it just goes into these strange directions. Can you imagine? Well, I mean, it has a point in plot and an end. It's just kind of like um, uh, convoluted. I can't imagine having to. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, but yeah. Battle t- Battle Tennessee is the Nazi one, but Bat- that that yeah, that's that's like full on Indiana Jones. Like he has the fucking Nazi. He has a fucking good guy Nazi in. <laughs> In a story that was written in late twentieth slash early twenty first century, Man in the High Castle is full of, f- filled with good Nazis. Um, so, what was your stand then? Now that we have an idea of what a stand is, oh, I don't even remember. Connor <laughs> said something. Too. Oh, my stand is crying. Oh, so like my little astral projection behind me is mm-hmm. just. But crying. it's not just regular crying, right? You're flooding them away with your yes. powerful. It would probably tsunami yeah, like my tears. tears would probably. What would probably happen is my tears would like, like a little face of mine would show up in your lungs and just start crying and drowning you. Oh, from inside. In, the, in the lungs. Okay, yeah. I was thinking more of like, 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 like you're one of the babies on Boss Baby. It could and then, be, and then this big tsunami would come in and just like wash the houses down. But if you get inside their lung, yeah, that like is it has so to be something super more, body horror, right? Um, like or like, yeah. And what what what, what could we call it? What's like a really like 
We'll call it like my chemical romance or something. Like that's my stance. There you go. Because they can do that in that show. My they chemical can, romance. They can just steal. They can just steal tainted the love. name. It's fucking weird. Like I don't band. know how to get away yeah, with it. No, how about tainted love? Tainted uh, soft cell. Soft. That's cell. the name of the band. It has okay. to be a band name, right? No, it could be no, a because uh, could it be a uh, the title of a Killer uh, Queen? No, I mean they're the the new ones are song names. Are they? No, Moody Blues is not. That's no, but, but I mean, like they're they're they're, they're like Killer what Queen. Were, what if it were oh, crying? That's true. Over, what if it were crying over you? The Roy Orbison. It could song? just be. It could, yeah, it could. That would actually probably be a good one. Um, what are some other ones that like are crying? Because now that we can, we don't have to just do band um, names. Um, you got the uh, crying uh, game. Doves cry. Oh, it would the, be doves cry. It would be super. It, can, it cannot be the crying game unless Wade makes makes females grow penises. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry, we said there was going to be no spoilers. The little face. That's okay. We're, we're spoiling my stand. The little face shows up inside your lungs, and then a penis does, and it cries and pisses into your <laughs> Um The Crimea River there from Justin Timberlake. That, I don't know. Dove's Cry would be cool. That would be cool. Like With that, it's like, I don't know if I want to dance or, or weep. To Crimea River? Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird song. It's a really weird song. Um, Dove's Cry would be great. Yeah. Because then you can start bringing birds into it. And, and Yeah, or Purple Rain. Purple Rain would be cool. There's already a Purple Haze, though, in the JoJo series. How about Dove's Cry Purple Rain? That would that would probably, yeah. That would, yeah. And it would zoom in on the Dove's face, and the Dove would have, somehow, they don't have mouths to really, like they have beaks, they don't have mouths to really make a sad face, but somehow we would be able to get those Poor animators that are spending all of their time reenacting a DMT trip. You'd have the sad face show up on the dove. Uh, no, I want like a dove body, but like a prince-esque face, just like crying and flying around. Don't they? Um, don't they? Don't birds like hold water inside their feathers so that they can give water to their young? What's that called? I don't know about that. I don't know. They like scoop it up inside their feathers. So what could happen, Wade, is you look at, what did you say the face was? It's Prince. It's Prince's face yeah. on a dove. That would be weird to pull off the beak, but I think we could do it. But what would happen is as, as it's flying, you'd see just trace amounts of purple come into its white feathers. And you'd be like, oh, no. The doves are about to cry purple rain. That would actually, we're, we're pretty much hitting my stand on the head. Like, because, like, a lot of it sometimes, like, these manifestations take aspects of, like, these people that they try to either hide or, like, aren't comfortable with or, like, don't want to talk about. And my, like, inner emo is, like, something I don't talk a ton about, but it's certainly there. And that would actually, purple purple rain. Um, you can bring thunderstorms into what, it, too. What, 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 you was, love, what was the epic music video that met her in my backyard? What's that? What was the epic music video? That was the, the hit oh, single? Oh, Terrible Sight. Terrible Sight for a, sor- for a Sober Man. Sober Man. T.S. Phasm. T.S. Phasm. Water, yeah, watercolors bleed when rainbows burn. burn. Yes. Is that what it was? Yeah, that's a music video if you want to see Wade singing and crying. Check it out. Yeah, you got to check that out. <laughs> <laughs> but you could like you like you like you like Pikachu um, on like Smash Brothers Love sometimes. Pikachu. So you could bring in like the Pika lightning bolt, but Pika. instead of Pika, it would be something that made sense when it comes to Prince and Doves. I'm I'm actually uh, I'm kind of pumped to see the Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu. Pikachu. Movie. Yeah, there was a part of me that was hoping that it was going to be PG thirteen, but then it made sense that it has to be PG PG. But 
I'm kind of. We saw the final trailer. Uh, Gunnar and I went to well, Ryan Reynolds is in it, right? He's the he's Pikachu. He's Pikachu. Yeah, and it was. I'm actually kind of excited to see it. Like it's. Uh, it looks pretty cool. I, I was. I was excited at first, and then. Eh, the hype kind of died out for me, but like I'm, I'm reinvigorated by the final trailer. I think the strangest part about any Pikachu plot is that you want to think that there's, or any Pokemon plot, you want to think that there's one Pikachu, but in reality, there's supposed well, to be yeah, lots it's and like lots a race, and lots. Right? It's like a race of of Pokemon. Yeah. Well, no, but all Pokemon are Pokemon, but they're different breeds, or are they different breeds? What do you mean? Look, all Pokemon, it's not like races of Pokemon. All Pokemon are just Pokemon. Well, I mean, but I, what Wade's saying, though, is you can have 150 Bulbasaurs, which means you can also have 150 Pikachus. So Detective Pikachu is really Detective, hey, the Pikachu that we found, there's a whole bunch of others. Yeah, there are other Pikachus out there. Yeah, they're all descendants of Mew. Well, I mean, if you get into certain, if, if you get into certain so. deep, deep and rich Pokemon lore, there's a whole idea that effectively... The Pokemon world is a post-apocalypse thing, and all the Pokemon are mutated humans, anyways. Or the really, are... what's the story behind Mewtwo? Because I saw him. In the so backstory, I know nothing okay. about Pokemon. Essentially, I um, only know Mewtwo from the Smash Brothers series. So, so he shows up at the end, know, like it's some who, big reveal. Do you know who? <clears throat> do you know who Mew is? I don't know who Mew is. All right. So is that the cat that's like yeah. with Team Rocket? No, no, no. So that's okay. Meowth. Okay. Oh. But Mew is the pink. He talks, doesn't tiny, he? Meowth? Meowth talks, yes. He's a so, do, one. So, do, so does Mewtwo, but Mewtwo does it psychically. Okay. Um, Mew is what they want to what they call the primordial Pokemon. So it's kind of like the uh, one of the origin originators. So it's this tiny little pink flying cat thing. Okay. Blue eyes, you know all that. But why is it special? Um, well, because it is, it is almost looks like a baby cat. Well, because it's a primordial Pokemon, it does. So the issue with other Pokemon is that Pokemon are de- determined their their power. They're really they're all kind of like psychic things, you know. Like they're like this goes back into the stand thing, I guess. Really, um, so all the Pokemon, you know, Pokemon are determined by their 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 element type. Or they're, they're, sure, they're I've seen type. that. I'm, from, I'm kind of familiar with that from the Pokemon Go. So app. the issue is, is that all of those po- by by having an element type, they are susceptible. They are susceptible to certain types of attack, and they also only are able to influence certain things. And Mew, being what they call the primordial Pokemon, uh, has no weaknesses and can use all abilities. Okay, so he's like. Uh, so for anime fans, he's like. <clears throat> He's got a lot. Of, he's like got a high a level, of, like like all the chakra, um, all the chakra types available. Too. Yeah, he's 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 got a uh, Mew's got a lot of S cells. Gotcha. Okay. That, you know that they read they they retcon uh, saying things, so it's now like midichlorians. So I get that. So I'm looking up Mew on when I look up Mew on uh, Wikipedia, I've got psychic type weakness, dark bug or ghost. So he does have weaknesses. Well, it's. Then they've but not to delve they've, too they've, much into Well, it. no, they've kind you know, and again, like, as now they've made it that's more common so in the, the game. But that's originally. just so that the card game works, I think. Okay, I got you. So he's not just OP and, like, everyone plays I mean, like, if you, if, you go, if, you go by, if you go by the movie when they, like, did the... But, yes, that that's the thing, is that Mew, Mew, Mew is kind of, like... Mew is the progenitor of all modern Pokemon. You know, like, you have, you have the mythical types or, like, the fucking, like, god... Like, literally god-tier ones, but... So Mewtwo is a clone right. that was made from a fossil that they found of a Mew. 
So it's like basically it's 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 the Jurassic Park. It's the Jurassic Park. Okay, so Park Mew deal. wasn't kind of in existence, and he was just it's just like where they started, and then the evolutions started, and they all kind of just went off in yeah. different areas. So they never, so Mew never really existed currently. In no, the, there's there are still Mew, but they're just it, it, it's it's like it's like those like Colin Conth or what you know, like the the, the deeps the, the fish that they thought were extinct for millions of years, and then somebody pulled one up off the coast of Africa. Okay, yeah. You know, like, Mew's still doing its thing because Mew is just so goddamn ridiculously powerful that it just, does, you know, and it's it's also like Mews are very silly, so they don't really, they're, they're, they're kind of, they're kind of doing that quantum leap guardian of the material, you know, the material world thing. Okay. So Mewtwo is, was genetically created in a lab. Yes. As a as a as a pet as a as a personal Pokemon for uh, Giovanni. Mewtwo was a wrong. fossilized Mew eyelash. Okay, he was a fossilized a fossilized. So, are there multiple Mewtwo's, or there's only one Mewtwo? Uh, as far as I know, there's only one Mewtwo. <clears throat> okay, and is he? Is it like? Because he seems like he's sinister. Like it seems like there's some sort of. It sounds like so. What I'm reading is that Mew actually was a was. Like like a rumored Pokemon, okay, and a mythical Pokemon, and that um, <clears throat> the Pokemon company eventually just brought it into the movie. Like it was one that that they didn't really talk about, and then they finally started talking about it. Okay, so assuming that that's correct, that means that it actually came later than some of the original Pokemon. You did. People- well, it seems you like that's did, kind of yeah. like, but it had to be a backstory. In so. fairness, like that is kind of how it always goes, right? It's like you have the test subjects. So, like Pikachu is the first one that's exposed actually, to to reality because he's the cute one, actually, and he's so going to bring in the fans. Here, here's here. Oh, you oh here we go. Sci-fi explanation. It's like uh, Lilu in the Fifth Element. Morimoto Mewtwo is or Mew is Mew is okay. Mew, is, Mew has L, sure. Mew has the DNA of every single Pokemon. Gotcha. Right, Morimoto programmed Mew into the game secretly as a prank amongst the staff just prior to its release in Japan. Okay, intending to be a Pokemon-only <clears throat> game freak, uh, staff members would know about <clears throat> and be able to obtain. That's nice, interesting. Well, that's kind of cool then. Yeah. But, so, like Mewtwo, um, when I'm trying to. I'm trying to like figure out like what is his place in the Pokemon universe like because it seems like when Mewtwo? he shows up he's like evil or something. Mewtwo like is, I believe, the most powerful Pokemon. Okay, right, Gunner? Well, it, one of like because I guess I didn't view Pokemon as good or evil. I just figure they're well, just Mew, like Mewtwo. Mewtwo is not necessarily evil. Mewtwo. Mewtwo was originally created as a uh, instrument for Team Rocket. Okay, and you know it's kind of. It's um oh, frick. I'm trying to think of like your sci-fi trope to go off. So, um, Mewtwo and Mew were kind of fighting. You know, again, like they're, they're supposed. To, you know, like if you go by the movie, the the anime or the manga canon, they're pretty. They they are like relatively equally matched. Okay. Um, but Mewtwo ends up going off to to to. It's it's like a Mazo in the Justice League. You know, like he decide. He's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do what you tell. Yeah, I'm not here just because you made me. I'm my own, I'm my own being. I'm gonna find my own purpose. And he goes off with me. He goes off with Mew and like goes on a journey of self discovery, which is awkward for Pokemon on a road trip. But they also, you know, like they're also like super ridiculously powerful psychic beings, so they can do that transformer shit where it's just two people talking to everyone in the city, and they can fuck with the security cameras so they just see two people walking down the road. 
Okay. And it's just a float. It's a it's one it's one walking Pokemon. I guess I'm just having thing. a difficult time finding like the relevance in the story aside from just being another Pokemon that shows up. Um, so well, the reason no. is is in red versus blue. Uh-huh. Or red and blue, Pokemon Red and Blue, Mewtwo was coined as the strongest character. Okay. So that's really where that rumor started. It was because that specific game gave Mewtwo that credit. Um, that's pretty much the backstory on that. Gotcha. Yeah. And and other and, other than Por- other than Porygon, like Mewtwo is the only. It was the first created, like you know, at least in the story story wise, it was the first man-made created Pokemon. Pokemon. And um, the the irony is is that when the character was introduced to Smash Brothers, it was rated as one of the weakest players in Smash Brothers. I don't know, man. I've, I've I can yeah. I've I've wrecked shit with Mewtwo before. Mewtwo's got some some traction. I mean, obviously not in pro level stuff, but but the pros play like three dudes. They play <clears throat> Fox, um, mm-hmm. Link, and. And I don't even know. Those are the only two I typically, I typically and, and maybe uh, Me- Me- Mega Knight. Pikachu's got to be up there. I don't know, dude. I no. don't see a ton of Pikachu players. Not in the, not in like the pro, not in like the the pro tournaments. Yeah, any poking tournament. That's what anything's it's better than Ness. I fucking hate Ness. Ness. Ice climbers. Oh, I hate the ice climbers. Any character that's got to get a glowing orb and do a full Bayonetta. circle on the joystick in order to hit himself in the ass just to move <laughs> two inches across the screen that's why the game's great though dude it <laughs> is well is great. When, but when you pull that off with ness it's by the way it's easier in the latest version yeah when you pull that off with him though you feel like a king yeah it's like the um you remember in street fighter 2 the uh the, the, the pile driver move that was super tough to oh, get. Oh, the Zangief's 360 pile driver. Yeah. yeah. It's like you pull off that 360 pile driver and people are like, who is this god I'm playing against? And it's just so infuriating. Because you can, you, can, you know it's they're trying to do it, but then they do it. And then it's like, you fucker. <laughs> I can hear the music. I can hear the Street Fighter Two music playing as the game starts going in slow-mo. That's another weird thing is... Yeah, back then, like, slow-mo didn't mean that the game slowed down. It meant that you just saw the really, really bad animation frames. Like, the animation frames actually just, like, flashed. It was almost... I wonder if it caused seizures. It was very blinky, you know? Well, it wouldn't be the first time that Pokemon came down with that problem. Yeah, that's true. I've heard that. Yeah, it's the Porygon episode. Was it? It was when they went into cyberspace. And it triggered massive seizures in children because that's kind of scary. Only, only it's like the Japanese do that. They can just they just go full bore and half seize up a portion well, of their yeah. Country. Think about those Actually, old there's Atari a whole thing games. like there's a, there's a whole, there's a whole like list of edited Pokemon episodes like the one where uh, Jesse and James were in uh, like a bikini competition and James has like James has a propensity for um, get, getting dolled up as it were and it like. There's just, it's it's weird the things that gets that get past sensors and don't. And that was the one that was like too bad for America was him with giant, fake inflatable tits. <laughs> <laughs> Although yeah, Jesse Jesse turned Jesse turned her life around. She's a Pokemon researcher now. She's like a serious academic. Her and Meowth and James got a nice got a nice clinic or something. It's good. So I. I want to. Um, I'm happy for them. So I want to go back to 
Sold and, yeah. out. Sold out cinema. So where we are from is many would consider a rural area. The it's ass- not. It's sparsely the a- populated. The asshole of nowhere. Some would describe it as that. That place next to the field that smells like skunk. Yeah, our village is like what, four or five thousand people. It's less than five thousand. Yeah, and then the neighboring one where the theater is is ten thousand people. I think maybe even less than that. But yeah. Well, I, are 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 we including people that are we including people that half those residents are imagining are there as well? I don't know. Because that would be like at least 13,000 to 12,000. Well, they're all doing their stand, actually. Yes, that's true. Are we counting stands? Some Certain ones. Only ones that are worthy. Only ones that pit and shit. Because shit and piss. Because weight counts for 265 doves. Yeah. Well, actually, yes. Um, if And they're all people because they <laughs> have stand, faces. I want it to be. I want like. A weird, grotesque version of Prince to appear behind me, and then like look and go, eh, and then like have the have these fucking weird Prince face doves just burst like just like spear out like Itachi, not spear out like his image bursts oh, into like, these yeah, fucking it, it, it doves. disappear into a cloud. Oh, like they're regular doves, doves, and then they get infected but no, but with, with his the face. weird faces, and then like like have him slowly, his body slowly like. Break into p- into pieces of these doves with prince faces, and then flow into the bodies of my enemies. Will it be like? Will it be like the weird, like tree tentacle monster from Stranger Things? Just like these weird dove morph tentacles. Tentacle. Gunner, what are you doing? Gunner fell on the floor. I'm breaking stuff. Gunner, pick yourself up off the floor. These weird <laughs> like tentacle things just reaching out that are part dove, part tree root. I'll, I'll reach out. Or is it more like airborne? Airborne. Yeah. Yeah, like they're like flying around. Can they be connected by a mist of purple rain? Absolutely. Yes. Purple rain, like raining in between them. Absolutely. So So, there was actually a sold out theater. And it wasn't even like, (laughs) so I've gone to movie premieres like like for Star Wars and things like that, right? Really, really big movie premieres. And they'll sell out one of the shows. But then afterwards... By the time Saturday rolls around, you can get into a show with relative ease. Maybe it'd be a little p- packed, but maybe next maybe next weekend. Yeah. So I went for a six thirty show. I showed up there at around five fifty five. I told Gunner, "Hey, I'll buy your ticket." You know what I mean? We'll just wait because Gunner's going to be late. So no, I, I take time. it back. I take it back. He wasn't late. He was actually a little early. So <laughs> we went. I walk into the theater, and as soon as I walk in, it's a small theater, guys. It's a it's a local theater. This isn't a chain or anything like that. It's like a, a mom and pop theater. It's got I think they have like five or eight I think theaters total. One like really big one for the premieres, and then smaller ones, you know, with the really comfy seats. Anybody living in the area, go to a night of movieplex, patronize them. Like they're local, and frankly, they've got some pretty awesome seats there. But so be anyway. prepared to buy your Mike and Ikes with your tickets. Because the concession stand is the ticket booth. Yes, the ticket booth is the concession stand. So I walk in, or, or you can be like, or you can be like certain people I know, and just have lots of pockets. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So before Listen, you get into that, Ken totally brought in a burger. He brought a Whopper in. I heard. Yeah, and a Whopper Junior for his daughter. Nice. I mean, this is my argument for that. It's a three fucking hour movie. It's a three hour movie. What I did bring into the theater were dehydrated, dehydrated mangoes. And a mm-hmm. big giant thing of, of peanut M Ms. Could I've gotten some peanut M Ms at the candy stand? I'm not gonna hate. I'm not gonna hate. You. Absolutely, but I would have had to buy like fucking five of them to equal the amount of peanut M Ms that I had. 
True. Because I'm a fucking slob but like, and I'm a um, I'm glutton. I don't mind calling him out by name because he was on here. It was Ken that brought in the... We might, I might have already said his name, but um, Ken brought in the Whopper. But the thing is, is they don't sell dinner there. So they don't sell dehydrated mangoes there. So if you're there. there, like during lunch or whatever, they, there isn't really... I mean, there's some theaters that do serve food. But, I mean, to his defense, he's going to be there for three hours with his daughter. And if he if he if that's during his lunch hour you know that's a long amount of time to not eat something that you want and he's like he's like i usually get nachos but he's <sighs> like i actually wanted lunch and yeah and those nachos are just they're terrible it's like they got a tortilla bag from aldi's they stepped on it and then they got the velveta packet from Velveeta Mac and Cheese and just squeezed it into one of the little squares. Movie theaters, I understand you make some money off of your concessions, and I get that. I'm not going to bring fucking popcorn in. I'm not going to bring, like, a soda yeah. in. But the fact is, is that I want what I fucking want to enjoy this film. I want to have certain snacks with me. And what? if I grab those beforehand because it's convenient, or if I grab those beforehand because I don't want to buy five from you, I don't think that's a big deal. And peanut M&M's are delicious. If you, what if you reached in your pocket and you found out that somehow the peanut M&M's were gone? Would you purple rain that bitch? I would fucking purple rain everyone in that fucking theater, including Gunnar and Shauna. <laughs> dude, do the doves? Do the doves shit? They just cry and piss. They just cry. And piss. <laughs> <laughs> they just cry. Why and piss. don't they shit? Because I don't know. <laughs> They just cry and piss. Because <laughs> think about the disaster. All those poor people in the theater I know. covered in dove shit. It's not, I, I don't know. I mean, would dove piss be just as bad? It'd I don't know. It would probably be almost as bad. I think it would be maybe when even worse. All right. So, so we go into the theater. <laughs> I go into the theater. And, dude, there's just a line of people like I've never seen before. Had to be hundreds. Look. I don't know what the capacity of the theater is. Well over 100. It's 56. <laughs> <Yeah>. 12 people. <laughs> 12. There were 13 people there. But it was just, there's, there were a ton of people there. There's and like, three and a half recliners. And that's and all Barely enough to like, there was barely enough room in the lobby. So I'm kind of like, it was so packed. shit. It was so packed that when I had to go to the bathroom, I almost gave the guy who was sitting next to, like, across from us a beach just trying to crawl underneath the... Yeah, uh, like, he, and there was no, like, barrier. getting up for Gunner. Like, gun, we were, like, in the front row of, like, the, the, the back kind of seats, so there was, like, a railing there, and Gunner had to, like, fucking, like, ninja slide through the fucking middle of the railing because those fuckers weren't moving for him. Like, no one was moving in their seats. Well, you know, and they weren't, they weren't, they weren't tiny, they weren't tiny people either. No, they were but, large. They were large. But large yeah, gentlemen. like I said, I almost gave. It, I, I had to be careful, like to put myself in just the, the main. T- it wasn't just like sliding under the rail. It was like holding the relative position. Okay, what is the appropriate distance for social contact? This does not. This does not. Start well, I was a little offended because you put your head near his peen and not mine. Like well, I would assume you would have put your right head near there, my peen. And <laughs> I would have totally like if I had done if I had like because Sean was your, there. Well, if I'd gone on your side, it definitely would have been beach territory, and that would have just <laughs> that's a bridge too far. You know what though? You make it sound like like Shauna's reaction to that would be worse than the flood of purple rain. Well, I didn't ask. That would wreak havoc on the entire theater. <laughs> it's not. It's it's like that. That's 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 a strictly that's a strictly ask first kind of what is, would, I mean, proposition. That's true. I guess that's what would Shauna bring that in the heat of the moment? <clears throat> what would Shauna's stand be? Shauna's? Would it be animal related? Mm. <clears throat> I, I mean, you th- I would assume it would be. Would it be mm. a, or would it be? Would it be a cranberry song? 
Because mm, the, the Irish thing. Shauna's would be a potato. Hmm, she loves potatoes. Cranberries would be good. What if you did like? It would be a zombie potato. You know, I I want to do a video with with the zombie song, where. Have you heard? Have you heard all of the weird Smash Mouth like meme videos? Yes, yes. And you're they got an one. You're in a, or hate, uh, yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, Have you heard uh, the one would, where would 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 Shauna song, would Shauna Stan be kiss me I'm shit faced? No, no. Shauna Stan <laughs> would be up uh, would be zombie potato, zombie and it potato. would turn all the starches in the human body into chips, and she would break your bones. Or what if like potato? Chips. What if um it just slices what your if veins? The, what if the, the the tank that she was driving, um, what if the tank had a potato launcher on it, and when the potatoes hit you, you turned into a potato chip? What if it turned all your blood into you, alcohol? Your, your body just fell apart into potato chips. Into whiskey. Yeah. Oh, and uh, sorry, I'm not listening whiskey to sour. you because I have my own cool idea. <laughs> um, but then the potato chip people turn into her army. Almost like so. the White Walkers. I mean, you could do that, but it's not. Um, that would be way too OP. Uh huh. You'd have to have like. Uh, okay, then how about this? They turn into a barricade. They crumble down into chips, and then they start stacking themselves up strategically as a barricade. And then she's got a chip castle. Now, what was your idea, Gunner? That I completely waffle stomped. <laughs> Uh, I was saying uh, that uh, she turns all, all uh, her stand turns all of somebody's blood into alcohol, and they and just wait, get, get more and more fucked up and wasted, so they can't fight, and they're just fucking barfing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're we're fucking way off topic here. No, so I, I go in. I think this is my favorite topic ever. Wow. I think Stands? that the stand is my favorite topic ever because. The only limit is our imagination. Well, that's kind of why that that JoJo series is fucking crazy. If we're shutting down, we're like, no, you can't turn people into potato chip people. That's been done before. Whiskey Rose. Whiskey Rose? Whiskey Rose. What's Whiskey Rose? That's that's going to be be shown as Stan. Unfortunately, it's a newfound glory song, so I'm not entirely sure how I feel about that. (laughs) Well, apparently that's how you do it. You just What's wrong with newfound glory? I don't know. I just... Not my thing. Yeah, haters gonna hate. I'm more hate of a, a brand lot. new guy. So after you're done, purple raining gunner for not beeching you in the theater. So <laughs> that actually, yeah. So that's how packed it was. I walk up to the uh, counter and I, I see that it says up on the um, <clears throat> the screen six thirty sold out. So I'm like, fuck, this is sold out. <clears throat> so I walk in and I'm kind of like, hey, like, what's the earliest show that I could actually get tickets to? And they're like, well, you can get sh- tickets to the seven thirty show. I'm like, okay. They're like, show up at least forty five minutes early if you want, like, if you have more than one person and you want decent seats. I was like, forty five minutes early. They're like, yeah. I'm like shit. So now I buy my ticket at about six o'clock, and I essentially have. 7.30 minus 45 minutes, you know, 6.45 is when we're going to show up. So we go over to Denny's, grab something to eat. Garner eats up I, with us. I watched them eat. Garner watched us, watched us eat, didn't what, order anything for why himself. Why the hell didn't you eat? Because I had already eaten I had <coughs> supper before I left to come down. Okay. I'm working on a stand for you right now. <laughs> so we go. Cheap trick. What's that? Cheap trick. <laughs> 
You can take that however you like. <laughs> like you want Wade to want you? No, it's just a, my, my stand is cheap trick. <laughs> so we, we can't wait to hear about what it is. So we go, we get, we get there at about yeah 6.45, yeah, right around then. And the fucking line is not as long, but it's it's forming already. Like, we're not going to be the first ones in the theater. We're not even going to be close to the first, like, 50 people in the fucking theater. Shouldn't they shut down concessions at that point? Shouldn't they be like, hey, sorry, you need to go into a different line for popcorn so that we can sell tickets? Well, it was weird because there's the entrance that goes straight to concessions. So the line started here, and then there's that gap so that people can let people in, and the line went fucking all the way around to the other side of the theater. So there's this constant thing of, like, people walking in confused, and then, like, they're going to jump in line in front of everybody, and you got yeah. people like, no, fucker, line's back here. Yeah, that's the worst. When that you walk sucks. up and you think you're at the end of the line, and then you realize the real end of the line is, like, four times further away. Yeah. So that was, like, I'd never seen anything like that. So I knew it was going to be really potentially the, the biggest opening weekend for any movie. Um, but I didn't, I guess, grasp the scope of that. And I was me and Gunnar were kind of talking like about the the phenomenon that is like the the giant blockbuster especially like like this like i don't think there's been something quite like this um in cinema yes like you have star wars which is like the sequels get bigger and the openings get bigger and it's a massive franchise you could argue indiana jones you could argue um pirates of the caribbean harry potter all that stuff but these are linear stories yeah this is the first time I think that I can think of where you have all this world building with these individual mm-hmm. movies that were so expensive to make. Yeah, like they're 20. all their own complete individual movies. Don't You don't need to watch any of them to understand no. the other. And then, yeah, they all kind of came together. Like The closest thing I can think of is possibly like like the Batman franchise, but even there doesn't count because it's usually around Batman. Like well, yeah. There, there usually isn't. It's all around Batman, essentially. And this is like, there's just, you've got Thor, and he has his three movies. You've got Captain America, he has three. And in some of those, Iron Man is in is in like those. Mm-hmm. So there's all these movies that start at different places, but their trajectory and their vectors all aim towards this one fucking right. moment. And right. there are a couple that split off for afterwards. Because we all know, like Guardians of the Galaxy has a third movie coming out. We all know that there are going to be Black Panther um, movies in the future. I'm pretty sure he signed on for several years. Is we Black know Panther Captain Marvel's got movies. What's that? Is he in the Avengers? He, his first appearance is in. Uh, is it Civil War? Who? Black Panther. When does he show up? Uh, yes, Civil War. He shows up in the Civil War movie. Um, he's not an Avenger, but he fights with the Avengers. So Infinity War, Black Panther is there. Like okay. Infinity War, pretty much everyone is well, there. Well, you know, and that may change come the 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 whatever the Phase Four. Yeah, whenever, really? whatever. So that's the big question: what's going to happen after this? I'm not giving any spoilers away. Um, I will give you a minor spoiler and say that Thor Dad Bod is the best Thor by far. <laughs> but we're not going to go any further into that. Take it what you take it for what so you did will. Gunner, we, we did got, Gunner we, pull any cheap tricks getting you guys we, good we, seats? We got it. We we got beer on the ship. We got beer on the ship. It sounds like an inside what joke. What kind? It so, sounds like an inside joke, Gunner. <laughs> you had to see the movie. <laughs> Which Gunner? Screw you, because I don't. I, I can. I can't understand that without you spoiling stuff. 
So we're not going to go into any spoilers. But I wonder, like, there was a part of me that kind of realized, am I really excited for this movie? Or am I just here because I've been here 22 other times? Yeah. That's how I feel about watching The Walking Dead every week. A lot of people, a lot of my friends and uh, coworkers have just plain given up on the series. I have, yeah. I gave up on it. But yeah, it's like, how many years do you put into it? It's like, yeah, I'm going to see how this, I'm going to see how this ends. And that's a show that I actually pay money out of pocket for. Of course, people that go to the theater do too. But most people don't pay for, they don't pay directly for television. Right. They, well, they pay for cable, but yeah. not, not specifically a show. Yeah. So I'm completely with you. At that point, it's like you're going to pay to see it no matter what. But did they deliver at least? Or I would was say, it like, ah, is it, nah, okay, so I saw a review saying it was the greatest superhero movie ever made, this and that. Listen, a movie that has been built up to this magnitude, it's a victim of, of its own hype. Like, right, right. If you're going in there to try and see the best superhero movie ever made, you're going to be a little bit disappointed. Do I think it was a good movie? Absolutely. Did it tie up a lot of loose ends? Absolutely. But they couldn't, you can't make a movie you can't, no. There's good too much. enough. And it's th- it, was, it was over three hours long. It, it, and, and it had to be. Yeah. There were no points where I was like, oh, this is fucking dragging. Oh, there's no reason for this. There may have been three points, and Gunner picked one in the movie that you could have ran out for like a 30 second piss, and that was it. Like, there were no. It didn't. There wasn't any dragging points. Like every scene had its purpose and served a purpose. But dude, you can't. It's an impossible task. Like you could say all you want. Oh no, it could have. Even if you made these changes, a if it had to be a five-hour film, and now you're talking about even longer sitting in the theater. Like there was a point where I was like, Jesus, like yeah, I could tell I've been here three hours. My body's just fucking tired or, or, or feeling uncomfortable from sitting in one spot for three hours. Speaking of, did you know some of those recliner chairs at the theater have heaters? I did not know that. How how dangerous is that? Imagine just like going to a matinee <laughs> and just spending the entire day sleeping in one of those things. Like yeah. a little kitten. Or it's setting fire. Gunner, like, what, do you, what did you think of it? Gunner, you're eyeballing your uh, your pop filter right now. Mm-hmm. I, want, I still want to cheap trick the hell out of you. What did, what did you think of the movie? I um actually haven't seen Captain Marvel, so maybe that's a part of it. I think I could have used a little more Captain Marvel. Yeah, Captain Marvel was sparse in it. I mean, like, I under, I understand that there may be a power creep thing, but it's also like, if you're gonna have, if you're gonna have effectively somebody who's Superman, maybe, maybe, and especially like Superman in the role of, hey, we have this whole other hero or going on, maybe have them a little more involved in the, the planning stage. It it that was definitely kind of a. Um, an interesting. I mean, I, I, I get why they did it, but it is kind of like and, it didn't and, kind of make sense. It's like Captain Marvel is, I think, the most powerful mm-hmm. character, and she just wasn't really in the movie a lot. She was in the movie, but it was kind of like, wouldn't you be kind of utilizing her quite a bit? You know what I mean? Like, is there any casting issues throughout the whole series? Like you said, there's 22 films in total. Were there any issues where certain actors had to be replaced throughout I mean, those 22 Don, films? You know I mean, like John che- Don Cheadle, uh, what's his face there? Uh, yeah, Aaron but that Tower. wasn't because they had to. That was because of money dispute, right? Uh, well, yeah. What, he, what role well, is he? So War Terrence, Terrence Howard played 
James James Rhodes in the first Iron Man, Rhodey. and then and Don Cheadle took over his role in the second one. In the second Iron Man, because of oh, money okay. disputes. But that was but that was done so early. Well, a long time right? Because Iron Man was Iron Man two was before a lot of the other movies, right? I think it, yeah, I think it went like Iron Man one, and it may have gone like one and two, and then Thor, and then like Captain America. Like I think yeah, I think you're right. I was talking to my son; he's eight, and I was talking to him about this and. I was like, you know, you and I got to go see Endgame, but we got to watch the whole series leading up to it. And I think I saw the first Avengers. And my son goes, Dad, that's going to take us like two years. And I'm like, I think you're right. Like, if we really want to get a background story on this and watch. I mean, like, I'll I'll be honest. It was pretty, it was pretty good about getting you up to speed on everything. Yeah, it wasn't like they they did it pretty well. We're in like. I mean, it's it's more of a payoff if you have like you've invested into it, but like from from a like, this is a standalone film. They 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 laid it out exactly like okay. Yeah, you, you don't, don't have to, you don't have you to don't know necessarily any, have to see that. One. I was it, able to do that with Deadpool too. It because well, like, you guys actually, took me to the, that. The, the the open the opening. You didn't need to explain it. a few things to me though. We we made, but we, that's where it's different. Actually, like my son knows about these characters. Like you had to give me the background story. He just knew. Yeah. You know, because he's on YouTube and people talk about it. As, as we whisper around the mics, the is the opening is the the if we talk about how the opening was done, is that a spoiler? No, I don't think so. No, no, no I don't think that's so it. Listen, at this point, if you don't know that from Infinity War, Thanos snaps his no, fingers and half the fucking no, universe well, no, dies even, off even in how, an ash. Even how they, because like <clears throat> this is weird because the film doesn't have the. I mean, like it has opening credits. It just does a cold open. It just like starts. You are, you are, you're, you're just, like, you're just it just goes it. from... It's focusing on, like, one character who is completely removed from all of the other stuff. That, like, you know, like, it, 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 it starts with Hawkeye. Yeah. And it's just, him, it's just him hanging out with his family. And that's how they get you into, like, okay, if you haven't seen anything, this is, this is, right. the, this is the story. This is what's happened. Yeah, they build and it And following through. And it's, yeah, and, and it's like... experiencing this thing. I guess with three hours, they, they, they have to, they have to have opportunity. Well, it was kind of perfectly done as far as an opening goes. It was very impactful because it caught me off guard. Like I was expecting for the Marvel intro with yeah. all, and it was just like, nope, boop. There's Hawkeye with his family, just like having a picnic, mm-hmm. and then and then and then, and then, then the there's just happens. Hawkeye. Oh, and then it's like the tragedy and, him, and the yes. horror. Him, him just like coming fucking unglued. Yeah, like and it was like. That's what fucking happened to and everyone then, and, everywhere. Yeah, so yeah. like, and then and then it then it scales out from him to Earth, and them like getting the band them getting the band back together to like fucking try and try and fix this. And <clears throat> yeah, and it's, he 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 just he goes <coughs> he go he goes full Punisher. Well, he you know people know he's like Ronan or whatever, but like we're not gonna get into those. Details. Yeah, no, 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 no. no but it, it's like I did not. He did not like. He was a bad. <laughs> he was Hawkeye's. He, he was. He I was, was happy to see Hawkeye's character in this movie. <laughs> instead of being some stupid archer, like kind of be like a badass. Like it was cool. Like he, they he, they did they did right by pretty much all the characters. I'd say that that, that were in there. But the problem is, it's just like it's it's like at that point, a lot of them were just cameos because it's like you know yeah. what I mean. It's an Avengers movie, so the core Avengers, you know what I mean, are in it, and and they're kind of. <clears throat> they're the ones that are focused on and that's kind of how it should have been um we want to see these other characters focused on more but you have fucking three hours and you, it's an avengers film you, it's not a captain marvel film it's not a, you know you ask like your your casting things um so natalie portman was in this movie 
Or her, her character she was, was in back. Thor, right? Yeah. Yep. Well, she she quit because she had a falling out with Marvel because they she didn't have superpowers though, right? No, no, she's no, a regular was, character. I mean, like she, was, she was just yeah, she was just super smart. Or she's supposed to be super smart. I mean, she has superpowers in my heart. Well, well yeah. No, so she she had a falling out, and that's kind of like they wrote her out because she stopped working with Marvel because she got pissed at them for getting rid of the director of Wonder Woman, whose name is escaping me like she went to go direct wonder woman after marvel booted her because like it was it was in the middle it was in the middle of that whole like turf fight between the head of marvel pictures and ike probably the the pearl martyr pearl martyr the the dude who runs marvel comics in the marvel tv yeah i know you're talking about and disney basically told him to shut the fuck up and here we'll make a job for you that doesn't have involved in actually doing any work because so she made it back and that was a big deal i assume well actually there's some there's some there's some weirdness about that because um i mean like she was at the she was she was attending all the premieres and stuff but there's some there's some questions on like if the footage that she was in the movie for was stuff that was actually filmed was it just canned for stuff Ragnar- that- Ra- yes and they just digitally added the other the other characters oh. into the scene and that's probably not going to come out until months from now right like but um yeah and not tight so um it's weird it's weird be- and like I, I think we were talking about that at the theater too it um so each Marvel movie is kind of fun because it's a different genre of film with those with superhero characters. So you have Ant Man, which was the heist movie. You have um, Thor Ragnarok, Rock, which, which is like, like the, the weird space opera, space opera, space odyssey. You like have with, some, with comedy. You have Iron Man three, which was a Die Hard style fucking you know like just the Iron Man three, which is ironically not focused around Iron Man for the majority of the film. Yeah. It was just him walking around with a with a nail gun and being Robert Down eccentric jerk face Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> such a great cast, or such a it's such a well typecasted character. Yeah. Well, you Tony wonder Stark. like you know I mean, when I, when you think about that. <clears throat> now keep going on your point, Gunnar. I'm gonna and I'm gonna circle but, back around. But, after. but you know, but the, I guess the thing too is that like uh, Endgame was uh, Endgame was weird because it's effectively three entirely different films. There are three movements, in, and in, they are three different films. Three different genres of film in one film. Oh, okay. Interesting. That makes sense, though, because there's different scopes to the different powers, right? Doesn't it have something to do with it? No, essentially it's like... There's or just th- three, three different, different perspectives of the same story? Well, no, but there's three, different par- there's three different parts of the story. So it's like it's the, the, the fallout from Thanos. It's like the, it's the, like the grieving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then the plan on how... Then the planning uh-huh. on how to fix it. Uh-huh. And then the conclusion and, and then facing the, and, and yes, and then the throwdown. Yeah, gotcha. And it, and you're right. It's absolutely like it's three different movies in one fucking movie, and they're all about an hour long. Um, I was just thinking. I really, I don't know that much about Marvel comics, but I do know a lot about Gunner. And I was thinking, what if his cheap trick? Was. I, can't, I can't use that name though because it's already been used for a stand, unfortunately. But, it um, has. Okay. Yes. Well, I was thinking Robot Chicken because you have like the whole farm that you live on, and you're obsessed with building robots. And Robot Chicken has got that one like red laser eye, like Kano. And that what happens is when you stare at them with that one laser eye, their inside of their body turns to yolk. Like you mess with the proteins in their uh, body? 
cold-blooded. Like Rick James, cold-blooded? I'm (laughs) cold-blooded. And the yolk ends up being like the soft inside of a strange exoskeleton. And you actually have the power to turn them into robots as well. All right, if we're gonna if we're gonna if we're gonna do that, I like um. He needs a better name. He's googling better names. Fuck you, my robot chicken's not good enough for you. <laughs> I'm just I'm looking up. Cause I'm I guess just, I just, I would I probably if I were Gunner I wouldn't want to be named after a Seth Green character. Or yeah, Seth Green show in general. Well, I mean, it's it's you know again it's not me it's my stand but I'm. I'm saying if I go by the rules, if I go by the rules, it's not me. It would yeah, it right. Would, as you Google a better one. Well, no, it would have to be a Primus song. Really? Yes. Like like Winona. Winona's uh, Big Brown Beaver. Yeah, or, or my name is Mud. <laughs> what would happen? I think that you should be. I think that you should be a broken watch. That just won't stop <laughs> counting down to zero, and the final countdown is playing on repeat, and it starts back again at random numbers, and just no, keeps the counting fi- back no, down the, to the, zero. The, 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 the final countdown, the final countdown starts playing, and you're just savagely attacked by ghost hockey players. <laughs> Slap shot. You just find you find yourself in a goal. You find yourself in a goalie's net. <laughs> so you you talked about typecasting, how how perfect it is. I wonder. Now, Robert Downey Jr., <clears throat> before Iron Man, a big name for sure, but not a... Is he an A-lister? Quasi-A-lister, maybe? He's a weird one. After Iron Man, one of the most recognizable names in Hollywood. Well, but know, not for anything but well, Marvel that, That's why stuff. I say he's a weird one, because some some people like have a hard time separating themselves from the character. Um, it's like when I was talking to you earlier um, about the uh, the Rock and Roll uh, Hall of Fame inductions and uh, the lead singer of One Direction. Most people know, have heard Harry of One Styles. Di- yeah, most people have heard of One Direction, but they may not know that Harry Styles is also an individual artist, but it's hard to break away Oh, and he was in the. He wasn't inducted, by the way. So you guys don't cry about that. Um, he was. He stood in for Tom Petty for Stevie Nicks's induction when they did the Tom Petty duo. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so hard to break away from the stigma. So yeah, I don't. He's kind of a weird one because what else has he been doing? Well, I mean, it's, he's had other movies that he's been in. Um, but like they're few and far between, and a part of that is because these movies are kind of ongoing, and he's playing this this role in all these movies that have been going on for the past like ten years. So it's it's tough to do anything else, I'm sure. But I mean, the fact is, is like Robert Downey Jr. probably he is Tony Stark, right? Like, well, yeah, I mean, like that that even even, even you know, again, even even the freaking end there, you know, like the the whole end speech. I think you know, the like last he's movie at, I saw him in well, was Tropic Thunder. Well, I mean, like that's a good point. Um, I don't, know, I don't know if that, that stuck with the rest years of them. Ago. What's Iron, that? I don't know if that stuck with the rest of them. Like Iron Man was pretty much entirely ad libbed between him and Jeff Bridges. Was it? Yeah, like I didn't they, know just, that. they just, they just, they just went off. 
He's been doing the Sherlock Holmes right along. That's true. He's been. That is true. That's a good the, point. The, the other, th- the other thing is that like, I, like Gwyneth Paltrow and him got old. Well, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I, it's been a while. It's, it's, it's been a you're while. You're talking about somebody going from their like, but like mid I, mid forties to like mid and, mid to late fifties. That's just the fucking time catches up. Man. And I think I think men have it better than women when it comes to being old in movies. I think that women have a really hard time, especially like a Gwyneth Paltrow, they have a much harder time finding work when you're perceived as this beauty goddess. Well, you know, and like... Like, how do you continue to be a beauty goddess? You have to change your role. And that's got to be tough. Well, Whereas it, men, they don't... They, like, Robert Downey Jr. is a good-looking guy, but he he's it's not like he's... Well, he, like he a, gets judged more on his... His talent and his right. looks, and I think that's tough for, for female actors because a lot of the time it's it's judged on their looks and maybe not so much their talent. I, right? I, like I don't know how much I don't know how much of it was paint, but like that whole like fucking him, him when they came back from space sitting in the chair, and I don't know how much of that was digital no retouching. Okay, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you, you know they have to. Okay. Well, yeah, you see him in the credits. He's he's suited up, so obviously he he comes back from space. But but no, but but like just. When 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 you see when you see him back at Avengers Mansion, he looks like shit. Yeah, like I, I like I'm 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 more impressed to see like where the like how much digital bullshit that was and just him like method, method acting. acting and like just freaking getting because like he was. He looked grizzly, shitty, and, and skinny. He he looked he looked like somebody who he looked like somebody who had like had the absolute shit kicked out of him and was starving. Well, and, you ever you know the Machinist with uh, Christian yeah. Bale? How like he like lost all that weight for that role? I don't think I've seen it. It's so it's kind of per, famous. Because it, I've, yeah. ne- I've never actually seen the movie to be honest with you, but it's like very famous because, because Christian Bale like starved himself lost. Yeah. and lost. I mean. Like you could see his ribs and shit. Like it was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of what Robbie Don- Robert Downey Jr. looked like, but I think a lot of that was digital. I don't think. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping because like he just it just. There's like, a new Doctor Doolittle movie he's going to be in too. Is he? Yeah, the voyage. Yeah, the the voyage of huh. Doctor Doolittle. <clears throat> but I wonder, like you know, how many of those guys? Chris Hemsworth is doing like the new Men in Black movie, but. I don't think he's going to really have another role like Thor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, he's gonna, he's I didn't know he Thor. was going to be in Men in Black. That's going to be good. Men in Black movies were always good. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm. I'm. The trailers haven't blown me away. So oh my yeah, gosh! That's Gunner's showing me the picture of Christian Bale with, like his, with his ribs. He um, he almost looks like a like one of those runway supermodels. He's so thin you can almost see through him. Well, because yeah. like he he talks about because like basically uh, he his diet at the time was uh, a can of tuna fish and apple and eight hours of aerobics every day. Wow. Yeah. For like a month and a half, two months. <clears throat> yeah, but it's uh. And then he then he blew up to like four hundred pounds for Dick Cheney. Well, yeah, that's crazy. It's it's definitely um, it's a good movie. Uh, worth kind of all the, all the hype and, and, and stuff like that, but y'all yeah, the Vice movie that yeah. he gained all that weight for, yeah. Holy crap! But it's you wonder like how would a the listen they're all making good money from from these Marvel movies, but like can they go on to to be anything else? Like I think Mark Ruffalo can, um, because the Hulk hasn't really been. He's been like kind of a big feature, but it's also like a CGI. Like the, the a lot of it is just CGI. 
Um, but a lot of these other like core like Avengers, like what the fuck is Chris Evans going to do? He wasn't a great actor to begin with. You know what I mean? Well, here's the thing, this, this, uh, especially with... Um, <laughs> avoiding spoilers. Especially with the take that he has on the Hulk now. Mark Ruffalo? Yeah. Or the version of yeah, the Hulk that know. they're doing. The version of the Hulk that no, they're we doing can't, now. T- no spoilers. Yeah. We got to get off this topic. I refuse to spoil it for people. Go see it, though. Go check it out. Um, Hulk you know, Hulk, judge for yourself. Hulk smash. <laughs> uh, uh. Speak, um, speaking of actors putting on weight, um, <clears throat> there's a new HBO series coming out and of course i wasn't even prepared to talk about this but i saw the commercial and uh this is russell crowe wow that's really weird like how much is that yeesh yeah he's supposed to be playing uh roger ailes do you know who roger ailes is gunner you just seem to know everything uh, for some he's reason. the dude he's the dude who is uh the prop the, the, the guy behind fox news oh okay and it's going to be a new hbo miniseries and I saw the, the the commercial for it, and I'm like, "Is that Russell Crowe?" And and my wife's like, "No," and I'm like, "Wait a second." I rewind. I'm like, "Look." Yeah, but Russell Crowe's been getting fat for a while. <laughs> no, like that movie that the RZA came out with. No, you're with right. Dave Batista. He was you're right. fat in that. You're right. I don't know. Maybe it's the bald head. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, well, he's getting older. He's not getting younger. I'm sure he. I'm sure he put on more weight for that role, but I'm sure it wasn't like. <laughs> Sure, it wasn't too like too much of a strain. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. He just like ingested a little more, a little more Burger King or something like that. Uh, so what else do we got in the news? Um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You said you watched the induction ceremony last night. <clears throat> yeah, it's unfortunately you got to have HBO to watch it. From what I understand, it's the only way to watch it. I could be wrong with that, but HBO has it, and uh, <clears throat> I watched the a lot of it. It's tough because. You know, some of it, like, my wife really enjoys. Some of it I really enjoy. Um, my wife really likes um, Fleetwood Mac and and Stevie Nicks. So she was really interested to watch the Stevie Nicks induction. Of course, Fleetwood Mac's already in. So Stevie Nicks is the first woman to be inducted twice, mm-hmm. like, is what they're kind of coining it as. So that was cool. And she did, uh, she did quite a few performances. Her... Um, I was telling I was telling my wife I was like I think her vocal range is actually a little bit lower than it was on some of these original tracks. Well, yeah, because she smokes or she <laughs> smoked. I mean, like you know, Su- uh, Susie Sue has the same problem. Like she she quit there for a while, but she got back in, and yeah, she can't sing any of the old Susie and the Banshees. And she songs. did a really good job, but her she was smart about it, and I mean. It, She's been touring with Fleetwood Mac. I mean, it's not like, it's not like she just, it's not like like was it, um, uh, Carrie Fisher with Star Wars? Is that her name? Yeah, yeah. Carrie Fisher's Princess Leia. Yeah, like she just didn't Man, really like, do much. Decides to show up and act, and people are like, oh my god, she's dying. Right? It's not like that. It's right. more like, um, she's been touring and she's been singing, but she was smart about it. And the some of the higher notes, she would have her backup singers go up as she stayed or went down. Great performance, but yeah, Stephen X was inducted. Um, Janet Jackson, I, I, I just fast forwarded over Janet Jackson. I yeah. should have watched it because I wanted to see like the whole Rhythm Nation thing, and I wanted to watch it. But I fast forwarded because Radiohead was inducted. 
but they didn't play. Uh, Tom York wasn't there for some reason. I'm sure there was a valid reason that he wasn't there. So I didn't. I was really hoping to see Radiohead, but they um, they didn't play live. Uh, they did do a great homage to them, though, um, and they kind of captured like the whole how Creep wasn't expected to be a hit, and then like they overnight just you know were like world known, and well, then. Was- how they had to reinvent themselves because their old sound just wasn't going to sell anymore and they had like a really good uh, producer help them with that. So they kind of explained why OK Computer was such a better quality album than like Pablo Honey, which right. is the one that Creep came off of. Well, Creep was also kind of effectively like, we're, we're fucking, we're gonna, we're, I'm so fucking done with this whole thing song right it was cool too because they had some <laughs> interviews with tom and he was explaining how he picked these band members and he's like he's like well this guy um he was like he was the only guy i knew that played drums at the time and this guy like uh he could play guitar and he's like but his brother was like a creative genius and it was just interesting to hear because a lot of these bands when they form they just pick people within proximity to them they aren't picking the best musicians that they know they're just picking the closest <laughs> right well then eventually the cream rises to the top right like it's kind of like they right get into the scene the yeah and then oh god little randy savage <laughs> i've been high i've been low and they even talked about like the in rainbows album and how radiohead kind of turned they tried to turn mm-hmm. the music industry upside down by selling their album directly name your price remember when that happened yeah i remember that yeah um which I don't know. I, I guess they averaged like seventy-five cents per album or something like that. But it was digital downloads, so whatever. I probably got a lot of people listening to that album. Um, but there was there was uh, there was some other inductees like the Zombies, which I don't know them very well. But uh, I want to say they're like the '60s and they, the uh, Seasons of Love. I want to say is they were great though. I yeah. mean, they played and they were terrific. I couldn't believe. I don't know how many of the original members are still in the band but um the, the people up there looked they looked like they were like they were older but man they were the range was so good when they were singing um oh and speaking of when stevie nicks performed uh uh don henley the, the, the eagles guy yeah from the eagles yeah he did a duet with her oh nice um, so it was good and it's amazing to hear don henley sing at his age as well because he's like a higher yeah range uh, male singer. Um, who else was inducted, Gunner? Do you got the list in front of you, oh, or you're researching robot wonder. chickens right now? I'm I'm reading up on Radiohead and Creep right now. Oh, the history of it. Well, you, you know, did you know that Creep was sued for infringement? Why? What do you, why? Yeah. Um. It was. You you have to hear the song, Gunner. What song did it, did it infringe on? I have no idea. Um, we'll have to look it up, but uh. It's one of those tracks that until you hear the song that they oh, claim it. Uh, they say they supposedly the air that I breathe. The air that I breathe by who? Uh, songwriter Albert Hammond and Michael Hazelwood. They don't say the band that performed it though. No, it's a it's a famous band. Um, um, I have the list of, of inductions. Uh, El, well, it, technically, it says Albert Hammond. You've got Def Leppard, Janet Jackson, Radiohead, Roxy Music. Stevie Nicks, The Cure, and The Zombies. Dude, The Cure made it in. That's awesome. That is sweet. Oh, yes. Um, That's great. Uh, Robert Smith, is that his name? Yep. Mm-hmm. Robert Smith did fantastic, and they did some of their... 
they did their classic songs, which was great. Um, they did the the boys don't boys cry. cry, Friday I'm in love. Um, they didn't do Friday I'm in love, but huh. they did do. Um, was it the love song? Is it lullaby? Love song. Or love song. Yeah, they did that. Uh, did you burn? He would be great if they did he burn. He just—he's not aging well. <laughs> but I—I I think it's—it might be me, and this is something that I kind of battle with. But like, um, uh, is is Boy George? He wears makeup and he's got the big yeah, hat. From Culture Club. Yeah, yeah. I—he creeps me out now. Like old man with big hat and makeup. I don't know what it is. But I look at him and it just really creeps me out, and it probably shouldn't. And it there's probably like there's probably something wrong. I think inherently, <clears throat> when we think of music, um, we've had rock and roll and hip hop for so long, and it's created this image of what a rock star should look like and what the message should be, and it's like this rebellion, right? And only. We have it in our heads that, like, with music anyway, I feel like it's got to be, like, a young person that's rebelling. You know what I mean? Like, it's not cool um, or appealing to have, like, an old kind of person kind of rebelling. Because, like, what do you have to rebel about? If you're old, like, you've probably been established and made it and, like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So I think that's probably maybe plays into it. Like, it's kind of... Maybe that's it. But, like, I don't know. Um I guess maybe it depends on the music, like like Frank Sinatra, right? It didn't matter how old he got; people wanted. Well, in to fairness, see him. like I, I guess, like when I say stuff like that, there's a complete contradiction. Like if, um, if Henry Rollins got up and played with Black Flag and did like a, did like a old punk song, like I'd be cool with that. Like right. that would still be cool. Yeah, it's, maybe it's not it. Maybe it's, it's not the case. It maybe it's just because Robert Smith still wears makeup like he did when he was young, and I, I I'll use the word more attractive, um, although that's always subjective. Uh, his his hair is still all over the place, but it looks like it's thinning. So when you look at him, it's like he could have reinvented his image a little bit, kept the you know, and he got, he's kind of like coined with inventing. Well, dude, he's the father of, the of goth. goth. Yeah. yeah. He's the father of goth and every emo band ever created should fucking bow down and pay homage to him. Like, right. like he is, I would say on the forefront. I, mean, I don't know if Gunner would agree, well, but th- that, and um, the ki- the, the killing joke. I mean, like, you know, and again, it's funny because it's the same problem where it, like he went from like, thin willowy weird face paint dude to like super like you know he looks like sting he's dying his hair like jet black smoking clove cigarettes he's like tripled his body weight and he's like <laughs> but also like the killing joke went from like weird tingly gretch guitar like cure music to like i'm going to do doom growl metal too you know and i guess the the killing joke works like robert smith never stopped making cure albums and the problem is is that like that mystique doesn't really you know but like even Susie, even Susie sue kind of like i'm gonna i'm gonna get attacked by horror the mystique i think that 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 mystique doesn't age well like after a while you're like well because eventually like, you no, figure you're, out you're the still, formula you're, it's you're like taking aspirin every day like even if i can't figure out the formula <laughs> well even that it's like you can you you're not that. getting wasted and <laughs> having groupies as anymore I, as I talk overweight i'm sorry wait. no you're fine go ahead I, I, 
I almost think it's like you got to do the Daft Punk thing, where it's like you just have to like mm-hmm. remove your, you have to remove they're your lucky, identity though. from the music that you're, you're that's doing. That's so rare, though. They're lucky, though. Not most musicians can't get away with that. Oh, and by the way, the Radiohead song "Creep" was <clears throat> "Creep" had infringed on the Hollies is the okay. name of the band, and yes, the the Air I Breathe or whatever the name of the track. Did they sample was. from it or just chord progressions? It's or? it's an almost identical chord progression, and uh-huh. even. Even the vocals, the the vocal notes are very close, and you have to listen to them. When you do, you'll be like, "Oh, I can see why," and it is it's uncanny when you hear it. Yeah. Um, but uh, so the cool thing about uh, the Cure is they were introduced by Trent Reznor. So Trent Reznor was up there talking, and it was cool to see uh, Robert Smith come out and be like. Trent, you're actually a really good musician too. You know, let's we should we should be talking about you. But it was cool to see Trent up there, very very humble. Um, I know you're a fan of Trent Reznor. I'm a monstrous fan of Trent Reznor. Um, I think he is probably one of the most underappreciated artists of our kind of youth era. I don't know if Nine Inch Nails is in. They probably aren't because all anybody can think can can think of is like. I want to fuck you like an animal. Like, that's it. But the dude has put out so much different music <clears throat> that I personally love. And it's kind of, he's, it's so weird. Like, you would expect this stuff, the imagery that he invokes in his videos and that, and, and the kind of soundscape that he creates, you would expect him to fucking be this weird dark lord that lives in some castle. But he's really just some kind of mild mannered, comes off as some mild man, mild mild mannered dude from like rural PA. Yeah, you know, like he's very down to earth, um, and it's clear that he's he, like the ego never got to him. That like you know what I mean. That like he like he's almost, and that's the, the fact is, is there's not a ton of footage of that dude. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Out there like I'm the front man. I'm the this is me. This is me. It's kind of like this is my music and this is how I feel. But I'm kind of just the same guy. I didn't let it really change me. I have a lot of respect for Trent Reznor. Um, I don't think Nine Inch Nails is in. There's a there's probably a lot of bands that I kind of I don't know. Like the list is probably very very long. Got to be hundreds of of bands. Um, One of them was uh, Roxy Music that was inducted, but I don't know any. I don't of know their anything about it either. Music. Oh come on. Do you know? Tell us about Roxy Music. All right. Uh, well, um, what's this? Oh man, my brain is. You're gonna owe come on us. You're no, gonna Roxy, owe come Roxy, on us. Roxy, Roxy Music. No, that. Roxy Music did a bunch of stuff. Um, but my my brain is farting because it, the dude the dude's name. Well, they is, say it's like funk and rock and roll. Um, more than this, I guess. Is there? I don't know. I don't. Well, it's Brian Eno. Okay, so. They uh, they performed and again I, I would I would actually think that you would be age, all over I thought you'd be all over Brian Eno I mean not in like not in just like a grabbing his junk kind of way I mean mm-hmm. like he's he's the quintessential ambient electronic musician of the twentieth century Apparently I have some research to do Yeah but when he came out though like the one thing that was very impressive about the live performances is the age of some of these musicians. Um, they are spot on. And I know they wrote the music, but they are spot on. To hear The Cure hit the same exact notes that they were hitting 20 or 30 years ago is fantastic. And it's almost crazy because this is on HBO. I almost would want it to be on PBS, right? I want the sure. world to be able to watch 
uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but you realize that not everyone wants to watch 20 or 30-year-old musicians perform. That's true. I, I don't know. I, I with the, Listen, TV's fucked up as it is because I don't know what pulls ratings anymore. You know what I mean? Like, the demographic has changed so so rapidly and differently that I'm not... I would hate to be a TV exec right now. And they start the ceremony off. The two songs that were playing when the ceremony was starting were both Radiohead songs that weren't popular. And I turned to my wife and I'm like, I really miss just waking up and my entire day was dedicated to listening to albums, to trying to find hidden meanings behind some artist's lyrics to just trying to find out more and more about these artists. And it was such, like, I I really like the word mystique because it was such a mystique back then because the information that you had was only as good as the rumor mill or what you found on the inside of those, um, you know, opening up your albums, like the the text on the inside. Or if you were lucky, there was, you know, some, uh, some magazine that had, like, an interview with one of the musicians and you could learn something through there. There wasn't a way to just ask the internet you know back in the 80s you couldn't just say hey dear internet tell me more about radiohead tell me more about the cure Um, that mystique i think kind of drove some of their notoriety and that's gone now now you know who's dating who you know that uh you know Pete from Saturday Night Live is sleeping with ariana grande although that's old news now you know that stuff as soon as it happens now yeah, I, I wonder. I also wonder, like, how there's always the argument, like, who's worthy, who's not worthy. Yeah. Um. Like, and you look at like like a, like like you talking about Trent Reznor is is a, it's that's another thing that that my wife and I talked about for a while last night. We're like pausing the award ceremony, and 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 because really it came up with that that One Direction guy and uh, and I'm like, I forgot who said this. I don't know if it was. If it was uh, Joe Rogan, but somebody had said this, and a lot of people will disagree with this. A lot of people will agree with this. And they were saying, you know, I used to look at pop musicians and think, that's the garbage of music. The real musicians are the ones that aren't, like, standing in front of a a, a camcorder or, or in front of a... They are, they are on TV. They are in the music videos. And although that's largely true, that the, the person followed up that statement with, but then I realized that those pop musicians actually are excellent musicians. And it makes you realize that as long as creating art and selling art have to go hand in hand to be successful at it, it's kind of a... um, Oh, what's the best word for it? Um... It's, it's like a domino effect, right? You, It's hard to make a living off of art without the world knowing about it. Once the world knows about it, they want to know about the artist. So if your goal in mind is to just get in front of that camera, then you can be an excellent musician, and then you can handle all the criticisms that you get as an artist. What I don't think that they get that they're prepared for is when they get into the personal life. I, I don't think anybody can be prepared for that. Well, I think it's a difficult thing uh, judging who's worthy of like a, a rock and roll hall of fame, like and how, and even just how they're viewed. Um, like a great example, you take 
two bands that were from the um, from the Seattle area, right? Coming out right around the same time, maybe Nirvana, right? Nirvana is considered one of the you know greatest, definitely, probably, the, arguably the greatest grunge band ever created. Uh, one they're of the most of, in, influential bands. They're in kind rock. of they're kind of given the credit of inventing the grunge scene, right? And the fact is, like, um, <laughs> really, like, I would say even from even from the same area, Soundgarden's probably like the first grunge band. Well, it, 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 so it also depends on it depends on your influences that you're you're pulling from, like, because um, you, you know, like, even that, like. Soundgarden was more old school, like hard rock. Yeah, you know, because again, like the, 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 whole, the whole thing with the Seattle, you know, like you know, you say grunge, but really it was the Seattle scene, and the Seattle scene was just not doing L.A. glam music, and it was well, just the, yeah. it was crib, it was cribbing from old, you know, like the 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 the, the post punk movement, and right? Stuff well, like the, that. Nirvana's a lot of Nirvana's influences were punk, not hard rock. Right, like your cla- or classic rock. Pearl Jam was <clears throat> probably a little bit more hard rock slash like hippie rock. You know what I mean? Like, but you so take take Nirvana. If Kurt Cobain doesn't doesn't kill himself, who when they when you know even when they were Kurt Cobain killed himself at the height of their success. Yeah, like In Utero had just dropped. It was another really good album. People were going nuts. But if he had if he had not killed himself. Where does Nirvana, Nirvana end, right? Like, where does it go? Are they still considered? I don't know if they are still considered that influential, that great of a band. I don't know I, if they get I, better. I think, I think, I think they end up like the Velvet Underground. Well, I mean, where look, it's like you know, it's it's not you know, like it, maybe they're not, maybe they don't get the pop that they have now. But a lot of other bands, you know, like it, it, again, like one of the things I remember, like Billy Corgan talks about that a lot, was that one of his greatest frustrations is that effectively they. The Seattle scene under undermined the Seattle scene because, like, there was a legitimate like that was like the last gasp of independent, you know, like creativity. Yes, yeah. and I mean, like, you know, there's still there's still people doing stuff, but it's like, you know, like it, it, it's it's effective effectively the game they lost they lost they lost the war as I mean, it were. Pearl Jam's still touring today, and, but here's but here's my thing. Dude, you haven't, in my opinion, and I understand that maybe this is controversial. I don't think you've made a, a an excellent album since Versus. But the thing <clears> is, though, and this is this is one of my biggest problems with music is Pearl, Pearl, Pearl Jam could Pearl be Jam making is fish for people who don't want to go to go to a fucking festival true. for a weekend. That's a really really good fucking analogy. Well, I, there's a lot of bands like that, um, and those bands. People will go just for the experience, right? It doesn't. Yeah. It, it like fucking the insane. They'll go posse be, are more of a legitimate music. That's a fucking movement more than anything else. Magnets, the juggalos. Um, but but my point with Pearl Jam is that they could be producing a grunge album every year that was better than the ones that people remember. But who cares? The reason that nobody cares is because grunge is no longer a genre that the world wants to hear. It's a strange phenomenon, and I feel the same way about rock music. And and this is something like that I have long-term concerns with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right? People can say, you know, oh my gosh, you know, Harry Styles is is playing for Tom Petty. What does the world come to? But then I, you go back to the original 
that original statement that maybe those pop musicians actually are great musicians. And what my wife and I were talking about was, is Harry Styles up there so that people will take his career more seriously? Or is Harry Styles up there because he's actually the best candidate to step in for Tom Petty in 2019? And it blows my mind to think about it. But think about the idea of rock, right? The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame doesn't have as much, um, they don't have as many extremely popular rock musicians that are coming out every day. At what point in time does the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame say, you know what, we're just the Music Hall of Fame? And we're going to have to take on somebody like Daft Punk. Well, no, because I mean, Run DMC so is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like, it's, it's, I think that they've already kind of crossed. Like, they're letting rap artists in. They're letting... But Run DMC <clears throat> did... What was was it? Walk This Way, the crossover with... Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's not... I mean, th- that's not their most famous thing. Like, there's... They're legitimate fathers of, are, are of there hip-hop. are there other non-rock bands like that in there? that i have to check that's a that's a that's a list that i'd have to look and i did try to find some uh but but my, my but point it's mostly is rock. That, you're right my point is that is that you don't turn on the radio now and listen for rock music a lot of the time that a guitar is being played on a popular uh and i say radio where, where, however you consume it whether it's youtube pandora spotify or whatever um when you when you listen to music, a lot of the time when a guitar comes in, it's really a slower song now, right? It's one of those like, because you always need a slow dance song at a wedding. You always need a slow dance song at a high school dance. How many, how many actual rock songs are coming out in 2019? I mean, there's, I mean, well... And I think this is probably an exposure thing. If you listen to rock stations like K-Rock, which I hate to tell, K-Rock used to be my favorite rock station, but over the past like two or three years, it's gone to shit. It's just, it's music from the 90s or the early 2000s when rock was still kind of thriving, or it's this like new garbage. Um, It's some weird, weird garbage. But like not even weird, like just formulaic bullshit. It's terrible. It's like, it's just bad. Mm -hmm. But... That being said, 95X in this area, yeah, who got who who was playing the old shit from the like the shit, 90s yeah. and like the my 80s wife loves them, but they're playing this new stuff and yeah. this new stuff is a little more folky, mm-hmm. like and that's not necessarily up my alley, but they're also doing some stuff with some kind of like synth mm-hmm. and so it has some 80s elements, which that's that's I'm very into and is very appealing to me, and it's got some messages behind it. Um, that's like the new rock. And it's in a kind of a weird place because it's in a little bit of a place that I'm, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not, it's, it, some of it isn't really appealing to my ear, but at least it's new. Well, I think of like, and, and this is going really far into the pop genre, but I think of 21 Pilots, right? I think of 21 Pilots as being rock that's still on the radio. Yes. But most people wouldn't consider them rock. Um, I mean, they are they are so yeah, pop. There's a lot of you hear them on the radio. You're like, that's not a rock song. Yeah, it's not a pop song either. But though. they but they they have a bass guitar. They have a lead guitar. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't consider them pop. But but they but they are. I mean, they're not the pop genre, but they're popular music, right? They're getting played. Wow. Okay. They have now five six. But songs. now you're differentiating. Like, okay, popular music is not pop music. Okay. That's like I understand like. The word pop is because popular, but like rock and roll 
can be popular with everyone. You know what I mean? Like when I talk about pop music, I'm talking about manufactured fucking garbage with great artists that are more interested in making money than actually being truthful and honest with their art. And I think a lot of people our age think that way. Yeah. I, I think they do. But like, where does The weekend fall? The weekend. Oh, he's uh, hip hop. I'd say he's a hip hop. He he would he would be probably hip hop. Yeah, but he's about as pop as pop gets. Um. Yes and no. I don't know. There's a there's a little bit of sarcasm. There's a little bit of uh, honesty with his stuff. Like he's yeah. Does he make poppy stuff? But the message, if you actually listen to the lyrics, it's kind of dark. It's like I'm a fucking drug addict. I don't really have an identity be- without the drugs. I don't know who the fuck I am without these things. And I'm kind of a piece of shit, and I'm and that's who I am. Like, it's there's an honesty to it. There's not really an honesty with, a, with, like, a, with like, a pop musician. Like, Harry Styles isn't a really honest dude. And when he is, if he is being honest, he's pretty fucking boring. He doesn't have much to say. He's talented, but just because you're fucking good at something doesn't make you an innovator. You know what I mean? I, I don't know Harry Styles that well. Mm-hmm. I did... They they did introduce him to one of his songs, one of his one of his solo songs, and I'll tell you, I really like that song that they introduced him to. I think it's a great song, and it makes me realize that he actually is a good singer and songwriter. Um, but I don't know him outside of that one song, so I can't really speak on behalf of him. Whereas the weekend, I mean, I've I think the weekend is a terrific artist. I've seen the collabs that he's done with other artists. He's had a lot of hits on on the radio. But I guess my point is is that it, it really challenges the definition of pop. And if you look at Twenty One Pilots and you look at the hits that they've had, most people wouldn't consider them rock songs when they hit the radio. Yeah, and I and I get that. Like, I'm not saying that I would consider them rock. I just wouldn't consider them pop. Like, maybe they're their own. They're definitely genre bending, no doubt. Because there's a lot of electronic music in there. So I think, <clears throat> you know. But I like I like Twenty One Pilots. But I wouldn't consider them pop by any means because they didn't take like conventional. You know, it's not like they, they didn't use conventional ways to kind of get their message out there. They made their own weird little music, and it. Yeah, it was kind of catchy. Some of it was ca- kind of catchy, and some people kind of <laughs> said, "Ah, I can kind of relate to these to these lyrics." Some of their older stuff is almost like rap. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I don't know a lot of their older stuff, to be honest with you. Gunner, Gunner, you drift off it. Like I think, I think it's like you're, some people talk more when they drink coffee. I think that by the time we hit like an hour and a half, Gunner's just in his own world. <laughs> Like he's researching some new thing. It's nothing that's. We can Is talk it just about. pointless that I'm even arguing pop and not pop? Well, like because again, it's like it's funny because effectively I'm just. The whole point of it is not to have a point. You know, pop music in the, in the general sense nowadays, it's not that it's not to have a point. It's just fucking. It just here. Here is a bunch. Here's a bunch of. Here's a bunch of. Here's a bunch of sound that will in, induce induce the button that will tickle the buttons. There's no. But who needs a point? I mean, why does that ever matter? <coughs> why does it matter that we need to decode lyrics? Like, there's so many songs that that hit an emotional nerve just because the way they sound. Right? You think about um, Portugal the Man, right? Uh-huh. That um, what's that super 
popular song that Rebel they, without a Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that song comes on and people want to get up and dance to it for no reason. They aren't listening to the lyrics. And that's okay. Remember, and if that's I what they Trent Reznor flipping the fuck out when a stripper came up to fucking hurt like a stripper was going to do a dance to hurt one time at a bar and he's just like, "What the fuck do you think you're doing? What the fuck? <laughs> this is not a What's wrong with you? What's wrong with all of you? But but what's wrong with him that he contextualizes his own interpretation or, or somebody else's interpretation of his music? He doesn't get to do that. And that's the interesting part. He, you really don't. The world gets to interpret the music the way the world interprets the music. I, I guess so, Trace. But like when we talk about the dumbing down of society, like this is what my problem is with it. It's like it's it's good to have just some shit that you don't want to think about, and that's and you know you just want to dance to, and that's cool, and there's some value in that, sure. But like I think it is important to delve deeper into things and look for maybe what they're trying to say. If they're literally just trying to say I want you to dance, then that's fine. But if if there's all she wants to do is dance, yeah, like (laughs) that's fine. There's a place for pop, and and I I respect it. That's great. I mean, I don't respect it that much actually because I'm not. What about Lady Gaga? She wants to. Get she dances down. that line so well. She wants to right? boogie. No, Lady Gaga does not dance that line that well. Lady Gaga came out with bullshit pop, the first album of her career, and she did what the execs told her to do, and then she started making her own music, and then her music got better. Well, I it, I like her original garbage. Yeah, because stuff. it's. Why I do you like it though? I I like it for for many reasons. Number one, I like it because it's upbeat. Mm-hmm. I like I like her chord progression that she uses. I like the almost techno feel of some of that earlier stuff, like Poker Face. That song comes on. It's just maybe it, maybe it's dumb trace liking the no, song. It's, but, and I'm not but, saying it's but dumb the thing trace is, though. Is that I've had albums where I've like one of a, one of my favorite one of my favorite musicians is Cake, right? And Cake is not a very popular. Uh, group. Sure. They've had a couple of popular tracks that have hit the radio, but most people don't know who they are. It's one of those bands that you know the song, you don't know the name of the band that sings it. And uh, one of, like, people that loved, that fell in love with the Fashion Nugget album from Cake, the first song on there is a song called Frank Sinatra, right? And the lyrics of the song don't really make sense. Right, it's talking about this record playing with Frank Sinatra on it, and it doesn't really. If you stop and think and try to break down the lyrics, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You like the song for for reasons that are very personal, and that's the way music is. It's a personal experience. So if 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 when I hear Poker Face, I think about you know going out for the first time with my coworkers, and it, it was blaring 15 years ago at a bar. That that's the experience I get to keep with that song. I don't need to to reach too much into the meaning of the song because the song brings me somewhere. It brings me somewhere inside my own yeah, head. Yeah, but what you're telling me now is that it could be anybody then. Anybody that was playing on the radio that yes. time. Yes. Okay. That's my that's well, the lesson. But, but that's the, what I think the important lesson is about music is that it's music is is how it's consumed. It's not about how it's written. I don't know, but you're completely devaluing a lot of music so, so, then. So, well, no, I'm no. also adding value to stuff that's been devalued historically. Yeah. Right? Because if lyrics are value, Right. What you're saying is, is you're saying that 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 classical music might not have value, but it's like, oh, no, wait, the arrangement is so complex. It's actually harder to understand than lyrics. And it's like, so so can we only consume obscure 
No, we can we can consume it whatever, and, and it's any form of art though. It's not just how music. Does, how, how does how does this music affect me? And this is why you have abstract art, right? This is why you have cubism. This is why you have surreal art or or, or realism. There's the reason that the reason that there's so many genres is because it's up to the interpretation. But the, the, the point that I was trying to drive at is that the interpretation of it is so largely based on the culture of when it's consumed. You couldn't have a brand new person come out and be the next Picasso. Like, it just won't happen. Picasso already happened. Right. But it's not pop artists that are fucking... That are do that are pushing genres forward. I mean, like, They're just actually, copying actually, and actually, recycling what they I would, already I would, have. I would argue that Banksy is exactly the new Picasso because Picasso was a fucking huckster who, despite his of, talents and stuff like that, it was it was all it was all wasn't the hype Warhol, of being a Picasso. Wasn't Warhol perceived very similarly? Well, see the problem the problem with the problem with that is that Warhol was um an actual so Warhol was a ridiculously talented guy who made art that was deliberately supposed to be trashy like the soup can painting like the, you know they joke about that but if you go it's if you go up to the soup can painting like the actual the one the one it's like those nigeria it's like those pictures of the nigerian artist where it's super realistic like you go up there's like fucking reflections there's accurate reflections in that can and he hand painted that and it's like it, you, you again it's the, it's this it's the idea it's the inverse of it looks something looks great from 50 like 50 feet away and then you get closer and it gets shittier and there's all this detail that's in this like really stupid picture that you wouldn't pick up on and it's 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 again it's just it's this idea that you know it's the, you know cuz Warhol Warhol's whole shtick was taking the piss out of that stuff he was essentially. What would you argue? Was a troll. Warhol was a troll. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was. Everything he did was for the lols. Like Picasso. Picasso. But, but doesn't Picasso. that kind of defend? Maybe it doesn't. But doesn't that kind of defend that that the art is about how it how the how the the, the culture and community reacts to the art? So to me, uh, these some of these pop musicians. They have to be valuable. They have to be. I'm not artists. completely devaluing these art, these like these pop musicians. I'm not. I'm not saying that. Like, I'm not taking away that they are um, talented. Are they talented artists? I don't know. Are they talented singers and dancers? Sure, absolutely. They're they're I, absolutely. But what are they contributing with their art to move the to move their genres forward and not their sales forward? But, or, but the thing is, though, is like, I think NSYNC is a perfect example, right? Not too many people woke up and they're like, oh, what did NSYNC do for my life, right? Uh, they were popular and there's a lot of people that listen to them because it meant something in their life at the time. But then all of a sudden, Justin Timberlake comes out as a solo artist and he's respected. He's respected as a musician. He's respected as an actor. But like, why do you think he's respect that Justin Timberlake is respected and the rest of Insync is a fucking joke? Because he decided to dedicate his life to it. Because he started to get honest with his music, and he worked with people that weren't in the pop industry. That he worked with people in the hip hop community. That's why Justin Timberlake is respected. Because he shed the he shed the fucking easy street pop star and did his own kind of thing that was a little bit different and it was a little bit more honest and real but but my question for you is wade would justin timberlake exist if he weren't in nsync first absolutely po it's possible just like just like 
is Harry Styles going to succeed as a solo musician if that was his first attempt? Hold on. And this is the point that my wife and I were trying to get at is that there are so many undiscovered, excellent artists out there that they almost need that ticket so that people know who they are, so that people already recognize them. And it's... You could you could make the argument that they actually needed to be that good to begin with. They actually had the talent. What they did is they just chose an advertising medium that was a little bit more lowbrow to the music purists. But who cares at the end of the day? There's people that are going to be singing One Direction songs for the rest of their lives because it meant something to them at a certain point in time. There will always be a One Direction. Why would a musician not ride that wave? To make it into legitimate stardom. Well, okay, and and, and the other thing, so we got we got we got we got to couch this in appropriate terms, because he's just like Britney, and he was already like he he was he was in the he was in the system. Who's he? When he Justin Timberlake. Oh, when he was, like, he was, when like he was a, a Larvel, kid, right? Yeah, yeah, he was on Frankfurt Star Search. He was yeah. in the Mickey Mouse Club. I mean, he was already in the system, right? And right. on that path before. Right. That's a very good point, Gunnar. You know, like, Britney was the same way. So was Mm -hmm. Christina Aguilera. So, I mean, like, most of the pop, you know, the pop star. Like, even Lady Lady Gaga, before she became Lady Gaga, she was, like, she was, she was already in the system, as it were. Like, she was performing with, uh, is it Lady Starlight or something? There was a, she had her, I think she, like, they they dropped her on the first, um, just I think I think I think they dropped her name and just dance but like because she was actually partners with another lady and there was this whole thing where like Lady Gaga basically stole stole her stole her persona like you know like Lady Gaga isn't even Lady Gaga's necessary original character it was an, it was like it was a club persona from this other person that she was performing with and she was more appealing, so she got the record contract, and the other lady fucking went off and killed herself because just, you know, there wasn't a there, you get invested in identities and weird occult magic stuff and say, but it's just you know like the, the the these these kinds of artists don't come from nowhere, and even the ones that you think come from nowhere, they're actually like the people who are doing the background work, like they're writing fucking songs for all these people, and after ten years or something like that, then they get then they get then they have enough like accumulated karmic points within the system to be like, I want to fucking do my album, and it's like, okay, right. go at. And it's like, where was this undiscovered gem? And it's like, you've been listening to me the entire. Fu- it's like you're not an undiscovered gem. You've been listening to that person the entire fucking time. It's just. It's just you not their own. You stuff, haven't seen their though. face. You haven't seen their face because the other well, people yeah, are doing their music. True. Yeah, I think of Miley Cyrus. Like a lot of people perceive her as a garbage pop musician, but I actually think she's a really. I don't good think musician. you're in touch with the with the. I don't think that's correct. I think I, they probably at first saw her as that, but since like Wrecking Ball and the whole like kind of um, the the kind of breakdown of her image, I don't think people view her like that. Well, you're right, and now because she's been through hell and back. Because of the breakdown of her image, you're right. But, but, but at first they perceived her as that because that's what she was. Maybe. I mean, her her entire her entire adolescence was playing was literally yeah. playing a character yeah. who was a fucking professional, like the fucking gem in the holograms bit. You know, the secret. The, the she was a dancing fucking monkey because that's how she that's what she was thrown into and that's all she knew. And then she finally fucking said, "Fuck this." 
I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to sex it up because that's well, what I'm going and, through. No, and, 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 and for real, that is that is entirely the female pop star bit. And you I know, feel like bad he, that it has that, to be that way. That is every every time they come through the system, that is almost always the, the routine that they go through. And I, and I feel bad it has to be that way. That you sucks. Know, Ariana Grande. Cash is doing, a great example, too. Ariana Grande doing the fucking ba- like the, the baby girl routine, <laughs> you know? You know, it's... Ariana Grande is another excellent example. I mean, she's another one that that people people respect as a music as a musician. But if you if you heard her on on some of her earlier on some of her earlier tracks where she's just featured on someone else's song, you don't know who she is. You just think she's another pretty girl with a with a good voice. Like you don't really know who she is. Then she decides she's going to host Saturday Night Live, and. They had the skit where she was she was sweeping the floors at a radio station, and all of a sudden the radio broadcast went out, and she had to just pretend to be all of the musicians that were coming on. The and she was fucking awesome, and you're like, this girl is extremely talented, and you. But it almost takes that that opportunity to prove yourself. I don't know. I don't necessarily agree with your perspective. And I like the fact that we can talk about this. Sure. I don't necessarily agree with your perspective. I I tend to I tend to hold a higher um, respect for what most people consider garbage on the radio because I've seen those musicians uh, time and time again step away from from the spotlight and you realize that they're actually really smart. They're really talented, and they actually produce a lot of good quality stuff. They just use the pop, the pop genre, as the way to sell their product, and I think that's actually makes them smarter than than the Pearl Jams of the world that are still singing grunge in 2019. I think that the Pearl Jams of the world are great if they just want to keep singing, and they'll be respected as musicians forever. But at some point in time, somebody needs to go knock on the door and say, hey, Pearl Jam, people don't listen to grunge anymore. If they do, they're listening to their old Bush and, and, and Smashing Pumpkins and, uh, and Nirvana albums. They're not listening to stuff that was produced in 2015 that happens to still sound like Yeah, but like are you so... So then, I guess are you just basing everything on how you monetize it? Like, is that why? Is that was? Is that what your respect is then? Like, because how how many how many record sales? How many records they move? No. However, Pearl Jam was a product of culture, and they decided to keep going with the same product, even though culture changed. Okay. Well, I, I guess the other thing is like, when's the last time, uh, you know, we're we're talking about this. When's the last time we listened to a, a recent Pearl Jam album or a Pearl Jam song? Because I, you know, like, I, wor- I worked with a guy that would play them. Yeah, I haven't listened to Pearl Jam like a new Pearl Jam that's, song. But that's ever. that's my point, right? That's my point. They jumped in. They jumped in when grunge was the pop was the pop genre. I and don't know if they jumped. Gets, I don't know I don't about that. Grunge, I don't think grunge is ever like. Grunge was more popular at a specific point, but it, you know, again, it was, it I was. Think, I think that you hold, you think that pop, I think that you guys think that pop music is just the garbage stuff that right. bubbles up to the top well, of music. So, but in so reality, I mean, like, again, I, I, I know, I know I'm not presenting right now. Um, as a person who spent way too much time at gay clubs, I am definitely, I, you, you are, you are definitely putting words in my mouth right now, okay? <laughs> 
So, you know, knowing knowing all the hit lists and whatnot. But I'm I am just I am just saying. I, I, I'm not even I'm not even pissing on the, the cornflakes like Wade is, and Wade I don't even think Wade's pissing on the cornflakes. It's just, it's. I guess the thing is, is that you're talking about like how they use the pop genre to sell a product and they go off and do their thing. And I guess the, I guess the, I, I guess maybe this is this is the point is that, um, it's about it's about like, yeah, it was a, here's a hawk artistic voice and i guess here here's the thing like is your is your is your objective to make a living selling music that can in theory be used in a commercial or to get you a fucking endorsement deal for a fashion product line or something like that or is it just because you 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 have you 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 have a thing you want to say or a story you want to tell or you just have these notes that like want to spill out of your subconscious like a stream of brightly technicolored vomit and it's <sighs> more often than not when you say the pro you know like they, they're, they're smart people and they do the product i maybe maybe this is unfair to them but my my understanding of it is that they are not the ones they are not the ones producing the product they're, and if they are producing the product, it is in the same way that a line worker, you know, a a, a, a you know a, a chief line worker on an assembly line is doing it. Like they have a specific task that only they are capable of doing. It's, but but it's they are like part saying, of an extended. They are part of an extended team, and it's nobody. You know, it, it's they're they're not they're not the ultimate architects of their des, design. But isn't that like saying that a professional wrestler wrestler is not producing his own product? Oh no, they're not. I mean, like actually, that's one of the biggest problems with professional wrestling right now, and why the guys aren't being allowed to develop their own that, personas. That, like right. you, you are not. You are literally not allowed to go off script. You but, are just here's but, your but character. I'm not, but I'm not talking your, about current current issues with wrestling. I'm saying as a whole right but, as a whole they're, they're but it's been like this for 20 years i guess the thing is that you're, you're saying I'm, I'm saying you're the just like the 20 years is a sufficiently long time for an entire genre to kind of evolve and it's like there isn't you know like there's wwe wrestling and wwe wrestling is exactly the same thing as pop where it's like we have people that we want to be the number you know actually that's one of the roman reigns right you know, it's, it's funny that you bring this up because this is one of the problems, like, this is one of the concerns, like, professional wrestling as it is right now is effectively the vision of one entire person. But 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 now you're confusing talent and politics, right? You're complaining about politics, and that's fine, right? Politics are a problem. They're a problem with any career path. But that doesn't negate talent, right? And what I'm saying is, is that the if you look at the actual stars, you can't take away the talent simply because they're popular and and i really do i truly feel that pop music is not a genre as much as it is a culture and my evidence of that is is a musician like michael jackson right he's coined as being pop the king of pop right sure however he has so many songs and so many lyrics that actually move people that people actually like, whether it was whether it was heartfelt or whether it was just because they wanted to get out and dance, right? He's respected as an artist, and he's the king. He so also, he also wrote a lot of his own music. Yeah, I mean, like you know, he had collaborate, he had songwriter collaborators and stuff like that. But 
he was up to his eyeballs in it. And I mean, like Gaga, you know, Gaga is the same way. Yeah, like I don't consider Lady Gaga like, like I don't put her in the same league as as any of these pop artists because she actually broke out and did her own thing. You know, and here we're having a hawing, and I guess like we're we're getting the we're getting. I fear we're getting into the the one true Scotsman dilemma too. But it's 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 a matter of it's a matter of like your your investment in the the message or the persona that you're carrying. Like, but 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 who's who's to judge that, right? You judge that by the very medium that made them famous to begin with. You actually don't know, right? And not you specifically, but the consumer doesn't actually know. At the end of the day, music is popular because it is popular, and I think that it's fair. It's fair to call it what it is. And when grunge was the popular scene, when it was the popular But there sound, was still pop oh, music when a, grunge she, was coming out. She got, po- she got a power name. Lady Gaga. Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanotta. That is a power name right there. <laughs> but there was still pop music when grunge came out, which is why grunge was not pop music. I don't agree. <laughs> okay. I don't agree. I don't. The reason that I don't agree is because... If you look at like the hair bands, right? There's this there's this tidal wave of culture and music moves with that culture. And today it's one sound and tomorrow it's going to be a slightly different sound. And I don't think it's fair to pull pop out and I mean to really circle back to the original idea is is that I think the the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has got to change its name. I mean, they probably never will, and people are cringing that they even hear me say it. But I don't see, I see rock and roll as something that our parents liked, right? Us as consumers, we like rock, right? And now our children as consumers, they like something completely different. My son knows more songs that were part of video games than he does that are actually on the radio. Right, he sings around. He he runs around singing the Undertale's theme, which is like a weird, like like chip tune, eight bit kind of kind of throwback type computer game that became immensely popular with children. Yeah, but your son also knows probably more Beatles songs than I do. He does. He does. And my son would actually be the first person to tell me to shut up that rock music is better than all of the garbage electronic beats. And stuff like that, and that's fine. And, I, and I'm not disagreeing with you with like the Rock and Roll of Fame needs to let all music in, and I kind of agree with that. But I don't want to live in a world where fucking InSync and the Backstreet Boys are allowed in the Music Hall of Fame. I don't necessarily disagree with that statement. It was more around the idea that some of the world's best talent is there, and Justin Timberlake is proof. Right. And, and, and doing me wrong, Lady Gaga's and proof. I maybe not have a problem with one day Justin Timberlake getting in there, but as Justin Timberlake, not as right. a member of NSYNC. Right. And the reason is because he went off on his own and took chances and kind of put his own message out there. It's but, still some of it's very poppy. A lot of it's very poppy. But there are some, I would say, um, cornerstones that are actually kind of strong. But... And even Justin Timberlake is, I mean, questionable. I don't know if I'd want him in the, rock, in the in the Hall of Fame period, but but at least I can see how he differentiated himself from like InSync. It says press home to unlock. You just showed us your lock. I was showing him the time. Oh. I, didn't want to, I didn't want to be like. Yeah, we are actually running over. Gunner's actually 
up on the up on the Connor, since when were you timekeeper? <laughs> like since, since we have to become more robust in the nature of the the mysterious changes that are afoot in the background of the show. <laughs> that being said, we have reached past the two hour mark, and uh, we're gonna call it a day today. Thanks everybody for listening. Give us a like, a follow, and uh, and a share for sure. And we will uh, we will you, see you later. You ride that snake, and don't 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 give a guy sitting next to you in the movies a BJ if you don't know them. <laughs> Give your friends one instead in front of his girlfriend. But if you do know, but if you do know them, but if you do know, um, and their fiance says it's okay. I mean, like that's between the two of you and God (laughs) and the usher who caught you in the middle of it, and the police who arrested you for (laughs) indecent exposure, and the fiance, and the fiance who watched the whole thing. Yeah, hopefully she recorded it.